Yeah. So I got my boat tie on, yeah I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah Wow, wow I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah I could be suitin' up So I got my bow tie on, yeah Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow I could be suitin' up so I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chillin' now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow ties. They were funny, happy, silly, and they loved life. They were so full of joy and adventure. God knew they couldn't be on this earth without each other. He had to bring them home to heaven together. Babe, you take care of our Gigi. And I got Nani, Bibi, and Coco. We're still the best team. We love and miss you, Boo Boo and Gigi. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bow Ties, episode 79, which is almost as old as Bernie is. So I, I fact God checked damn. that. Damn. He's actually 78 years old. But we I gonna, said it, nigga. I said 79 <laughs> last time. Son. We're going to get into that damn. way later in the episode. Is but, he um, really going to make it all the way, bro? I'm not doing that, bro. <laughs> okay. I, I'm is not, he going to make it, son? I'm not going to say nothing Come much. on, man. All I know is, is that... He would be the oldest elected president. He would be the president. oldest elected president, for and, sure. For sure. All right. Donald Trump <laughs> held that title before that. So, if, if Bernie makes it... John, Donald's actually up there in age. Donald's, what, 72? 72 now. Yeah. Donald's All these there. niggas is 70-something, They're bro. old and flabby and white. Listen, bro. <laughs> Biden seventy Biden. something, they, yeah. They Bloomberg is seventy eight. Bloomberg is seventy eight. Bloomberg is seventy. He looks good for seventy eight. He looks good for seventy eight. Can't front. He's up there. Can't front. He's some good. old ass niggas Take, man. taking care of his uh, business. That's yeah. why Bernie gave him that jab about the yeah. heart situation. Yeah, they the same, same age. age. All right, all right. Bernie, don't die on us, bro. But Bloomberg looks considerably good for his age. He does. Right. Bloomberg, right. I he's, thought I thought he was in the sixties. I didn't know he was in. Bro, the he got billionaire billionaire healthcare. He's he's good out here. If, yeah, he's if, extra good. If bro. he if he's sick, we never gonna know. Try, we never gonna know. That man no, needs he a, had heart a heart tomorrow. attack. So, well, bro, he could get a heart tomorrow. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he could. He could flown, buy a heart. Flown straight and in then he's from somewhere in the Middle East, uh, and right. that that's a fact. He he'll, has the money for it. He'll sadly, go, he'll go back to uh, to get out and get that shit. All right. <laughs> all right. So we, uh, you said you had an all man, bro. Yeah, man, I have an all man moment. So last week, I should have said this last week, but I was thinking about it. Like I can't let the month go by without saying it. Last week, I was supposed to meet up with a young lady that I went to school with about. 10 years ago. Um, and she told me to meet her at a nail salon that's right beside where her job is. Re- re- relatively close to where I live in Queens. Anyways, um, we were joking back and forth via text about meeting up for Mad Long. So in my mind, I'm like, this is the perfect day. I already, I already know where you work because I, I know that area. And um, I'm going to pull up. So she's like, yeah, pull up. I'm about to leave work at 4. 
and I'm going to be in the nail salon by 4 o'clock. I was like, cool. Got to the nail salon. Y'all know me. I, I like to be a place early. I was there at like 3.40. I was like, all right, cool. I'm here waiting. When it gets to 4, I'm like, all right, maybe she's still finishing up. Mind you, the nail salon is right next door to the job. I'm like, all right, cool. I wait a, 30, I wait a good 30 minutes now. So I, I FaceTime her like, yo, what's up? She didn't do the, she, she didn't uh, answer with the FaceTime. So I sent a text like, yo, everything good? Um, right now, um, I'm just talking to my manager. Um, today's not a good day. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, today's not a good day. I just wrote copy. This is the second time that the motherfucker flaked on me. So she flaked on you. This is the second time. This is the second time she flaked. And if you didn't call her, she wouldn't have said she nothing. Wouldn't, she, no, no, no. So that's my almond. I'm not quite sure why. Uh, women do that and think it's okay and then she put up a Facebook status she's probably gonna hear this I don't give two flying motherfucking fucks she's the same one that'll put on Facebook don't introduce me to a vibe that you can't maintain bitch stop capping stop stop lying stop stop that's real tough right there Bro. stop um, what's even more rough is the man uh, the, <laughs> we all see the meme from Shade Room with the man receiving yeah. Uh, yeah. property as a gift, yeah. a rental a property, gift, and told his girlfriend that he'd rather a chain or a Rolex. I just want to let's roll get into roll it, roll my niggas. Later. I don't know, man. I don't let me even say I don't know. Honestly, I don't understand. I don't. I can't even say I don't understand. I just think <laughs> you know maturity goes a long way. Maturity and knowledge goes a long way, and a lot of people don't appreciate certain things simply because they're not used to let it. a girl talk to me like that my dick is hard for the rest of of the time that We're i'm on this earth bro to i hear that, you bro. bro i get it you think a but 21 year old would appreciate that though i would hope at 21 at 21 i would yes, appreciate at 21 that. i would i would definitely have appreciated that i probably wouldn't me have 21, understood it fully me at 21 would have still been like over a chain i definitely would have wanted especially if it's a nice rental property i don't know what the rental property looked like but if, oh, no. if I got a thing of a rental property at 21, I, mean, I would I'm, definitely have I'm wanted that I'm still looking at it like it's a rental property. We could finesse that, clean it, uh, gut it out, whatever we got to do, and make the bread on it. She bought it for me. I wouldn't me. have thought that way at 21. Oh, I heard you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought that way at 21. At 21, I would have I still taken it because I understand the value of how money works. But I would have still hesitated because I would have been like, yo, this is mad work. Like I don't know nothing about a rental property. Nobody taught me about a rental. I mean, I think before. that's a, a a good point. I don't think it really applies to this situation, but um, I think yeah, that probably would come into to factor. But that would be a conversation. I think it's also more so his response of saying it blatantly to her, like, "Oh, I wish I had a chain or a Rolex." I mean, he didn't deny it. He didn't say, "Oh, this is trash." He never that said basically that. Basically what you say, you don't got to say the words to say it. I take something like, well, I wish I would have got Nigga, this instead. He didn't want it, bro. He didn't want it, bro. He, I would, he, I don't, he, I don't, like, that's just, that's gift 101. You receive a gift you don't like, that's just home training. You receive a gift you don't like, you don't got to say that right in front of the person. That's but you a can big go fact. to your, your friends and be like, damn, shorty bought me his rental property. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with this shit. I really was hoping she got me a Rolex. But that's not something you say directly to her. I think that's the part that makes him more so. Like, All this shit on camera is just fuck? bad anyway. Like any anytime you see, well, he may not have known that it was gonna be recorded. Like, yeah, I don't like think rejection so. I don't, I don't on know. camera is horrible though. That's just seeing it. Like, damn, that hurt. Fuck. Plus, I also feel like she had to know him. 
You see, they, she knew what he wanted and decided that she's not going to waste her That's money exactly doing what some I said earlier. Shit. I said if she knew he wanted the Rolex, just buy the fucking Rolex. I think she probably knew he wanted something like that and still got him something different because she's trying to elevate him or teach him something different. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it looks like it's a couple that is playing with a lot of money. If she's able to just get a rental property or even him being able to ask for a Rolex or a chain, we're talking about gifts well, the Rolex of the chain could be twenty five thousand and up. Um, the, if you're talking about a bust down uh, Cuban link or whatever, that's twenty five thousand and up. I'm assuming the rental property is st- well, depending on where they at. That could also be in the same range. That could probably, yeah. if they're in like Florida or if they're Al- in Florida, or, or if they're Alabama, in LA or, something or like that. I mean the LA. If they're in down south in general, the bare minimum would be. 12 13k to get a property but but going but going deeper into that the other perspective is the roly and the rental property what's going to give you what can potentially make you more lucrative in the long run what's going to potentially give you more residual income that roly or that rental property nah those just won't depreciate but they won't unless you plan on on selling them at some point right obviously the rental property and the economic standpoint is way better right it is but if you're not taught that you don't know how to appreciate. I don't it. think you, I don't think you have to have been taught that to appreciate the fucking gift. I I disagree with that, bro. Yeah, I have, don't think you, you have, have to, to have been taught rental property stuff one on one to be like, you know what? I really don't fucking want this shit. Like, I don't I don't want it. You could have still been like, yo, I, as much as you went out, the effort probably took her months to finalize paperwork. We don't know how long she's been working on it to get him. Listen, it's the gift. It's the thought that matters. She was thoughtful. That that's very she thoughtful. Was. That's, I mean, that's I, highly thoughtful. Actually, I a hundred percent agree with with I. Me personally, appreciate her gift. As as the man I am now, yeah. I would love a gift like that personally that's over any jewelry or materialistic thing you could give me from uh from a, a jewelry standpoint. Right. However, I just look at it like this: is a lot of people I come across that just don't know how to appreciate things like that because they. They were never taught how to be appreciative of it. To them, it just seems like work. Rental properties aren't just, I get a rental property and that's it. Rental yeah. properties is mad work. You got to know what you're doing. Yeah. You feel me? Because that could also be a bad investment if you don't know what to do with it. 50 sign voice. Sure. I mean, I, I, still don't, I still don't think that gives credence to him being unappreciative. Man, he was though. a douchebag, for sure. He was a yeah. douchebag. I don't, I'm not going to yeah, like, on that. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. It's not like someone may give you something, like someone may give you, yo, you get this office building, but the rent is going to be 5000 a month. I got the first month covered, but by next month, that's that's, that's you. you. You could be like, oh, <laughs> thanks for the gift. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, like, I don't fuck up. Uh, I'm 5000 a month. <laughs> I get that. You know, yeah, so that's, I, what, that's what I'm saying. It's like someone gives me this building and I don't, I don't know who the fuck to rent these shits to. Like I'm sitting here with a... 70s unit building and I'm Mad sitting there like, spaces, like who the fuck am who I, I renting this, this shit to? to? How, do this, how do I value how the this apartment? Do I get these people to say yes. Facts. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to assume since they are in a relationship and they gotta be in a, if this is less than a year in then she bugging out but I'm going to assume <laughs> they've been I'm a, together for years. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say two and up. I'm and she knows that up. the nigga know how to make money and or would be able to maintain this place and or needed that space in the same 
in the same. Maybe this could all be drug money, and she was like, "Yo, baby, I got you a place Let, to wash the money. Let's get it cleaned up." <laughs> yeah, like we we don't know the exact, cir- exact circumstances for sure. But uh, niggas are are afraid to buy Coronas now because of the Corona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been sit seeing that. Down, I'm like, sit bro. the fuck down, I, son. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with niggas, sit man. Down. Niggas is really retarded out here. You gonna get the I, coronavirus from some, some nigga in Mexico or something? Like, I saw a chick with a fucking face mask on social media uh, thinking booty shorts pouring all of her Corona in, in the drainage. Like, nope, not all me. Right. I'm like, all right. What? All right. I don't know. Education goes a long way, man. Niggas is just dumb. Google search, yeah. bro. A simple Google search, son. That's all you got to do. Coronavirus on Google search and get somewhat familiar that with it. At least know that you up. won't catch it from drinking Corona, corona bro. Like, like, come on. All right, son. Anybody see that uh, Alexis Sky versus Ari Fletcher shit that no. happened for the, the nah. whole week, bro? Nah. nah, bro. They've been beefing for the entire week. Shade Room has been posting each and every fucking post. It almost, to me, feels like it's some form of paid advertisement. That's how it's coming off. No, well, I gotta go it's follow like, Shade Room. I don't follow them, so I, I'm I'm always a little bit behind. You don't follow go. the Shade Room? No. Oh, I, we we got to for this podcast, but yeah, we definitely have to. It just felt like paid advertisement to me. It like it just the beef came out of nowhere, and then is I the never beef, oh, is the beef music related. Please tell me it's music related. Nah, I don't even know what the shit. I didn't I didn't follow the shit. I just saw the beef, and then every five minutes I saw a new post following the beef. That was for like I want to say Saturday or Sunday. Then the next day they continued with it. Then the next day they continued with it. I ain't never seen the shade room post a beef for a week long. So I'm like, that's true. This seemed like some type of advertisement. Some Alexis probably paid them like, yo, get my name out there. Cause people do do that with the shade room. Like they'll mm. tell the shade room to post certain posts and they'll do, and they'll post it for them to kind of get a story buzzing about them. That's why when you see random niggas, you ain't never heard of for like a year. You're like, why the fuck is there a story about right. X, Y, and Z? I was thinking here about twenty five thousand followers. What the fuck? What? Yeah, oh, so, shade room. Gotcha. So I don't know, but these niggas is apparently her and Ari are supposed to be hosting an event together March fourteenth. Interesting. That's interesting. So that's either going to be a what fight. What was the beefing about? I can't tell know. you. It, it, I, that's why I, I asked if it was music because if it's about a nigga, I, I think I think it started in my Ari is dating who right now? Does anybody She's dating a rapper? I think it, it's either Little Baby or one of these rappers, and he put up a, a status, and then I think Alexis was making it seem like her and that rapper did something, mm. and then Ari is, I guess, dating said rapper now, um, but I thought Ari Fletcher was dating Moneybag Yo, but it's not Moneybag Yo that that's she's- what, That's what I thought. Wasn't Moneybag Yo just in a relationship with Meg Thee Sally? Yeah, I ended a while ago, but oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the industry, bro. They just these niggas—they get around, bro. They're yeah, all at everything. parties. They—they're all out and about. Listen, whatever floats they boat, but whatever floats they boat down the. But river. yeah, so they started beefing, I guess, about that. Then they started beefing about their kids. Someone brought in how Alexis Scott's kid is deformed, and oh, when shit. she gets older, like oh. don't talk about nobody kids because your kid is gonna be deformed when oh. It was a lot, Rocky bro. Rocky Pataki, boy. It was a lot. And then they was talking about throwing hands. Listen. Chicks ain't Y'all got to relax. Hands. Chicks is definitely not throwing no hands. And, and y'all sound dumb. Like, Fucking the dumb. fuck are y'all talking about? Um, But the Shade Room, y'all are definitely doing a paid advertisement. That's for sure. <laughs> um, Pete Davidson. Did y'all see the, the stuff about that? No, I did not. No, I didn't. So Pete Davidson sat down with Charlemagne the God and... They were speaking about his up and coming. Um, he has a comedy special coming up 
So they're talking about the up and coming comedy special, mm-hmm. and um, basically in it he kind of pushes back against Ariana Grande because remember Ariana for a while was talking about him in the media and on her songs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he pushes back and he's like, "Yeah, she's in my special." He's like, "I don't say nothing crazy about her, but she had her time to say what she wanted to say about me." So I'm gonna say it's what I say that about. He gets to do the same. So in one of the clips he put that all the shit that she spoke about him, she could have kept private, said to her friends, but yeah. she decided to put it in Vogue magazine. And then he was like, could you imagine what would happen if I spray painted myself brown and, what? and went on national TV? Because she has a tan in the in the Wait. Vogue joint. Oh, that's wild. So he's like, that's if wild. I spray painted myself brown and started talking about my ex, y'all would kill me. And then he went, when he sat with Charlemagne, he was like... <laughs> How he doesn't want to be on SNL anymore. He That's he, interesting. He said it while he's still on SNL. Wait, what? Wow. Yeah, he said he don't want to be well, on SNL. Well, he's still anymore. on it and then he said that? Said that, you yeah, know, he's still on yo, SNL. Yo, that's like game still being on G Unit and then saying fuck fifty back in the day on that's 197. How he he said the reason why is oh. because he feels like one SNL is like crabs in a barrel. Everybody is just trying to get their shine on the show. So they'll pull you down just to bring themselves up. And then he was saying how he, y'all may think it's a family, but it's not family oriented. I wonder if Keenan feels the same way. Keenan been on that shit for like 20 years now. He's made a career out of that. I don't know. We're going to hear Keenan very soon gotta be do. vocal about this. Yeah, he's doing what he got to do. That's an outlandish statement. You're speaking against the company you work for while you're still employed to the company. Yeah, I mean, listen, company. these dudes are doing what they got to do to put food on the table, son. Yeah. Yeah. To uh, cut yeah. Through, it's and a cutthroat industry. He has an out, he has an out plan. He has to. It's Bro, either that he or, or he has leverage against SNL and he's letting them know if y'all don't pay whatever for my upcoming contract, I'm out. I was about to say, though, whatever this special is that he has, now this is really going to be talked about. It's I good. think it's out, too. So, yeah, I think he's going to make money yeah, off the yeah, special. Yeah, well, now, well, more money now. He's Definitely. speaking crazy about them. But I also think there probably is some type of leverage situation with SNL. For you to blatantly do that in public right. and say, On a, hey, yeah. the company that I work for, I, actually don't, work I for don't really want to work for y'all. <laughs> you have to know that. <laughs> and you do it on Charlemagne's right. platform. So you know that's going to get reach. Yeah. It's going to get reach. Yeah. So you have to know. You either have to have some type of shit that the company knows you have. And it's mm-hmm. like, all right, my nigga, listen, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Like, what? what's the next contract you want? Or... You already have made the decision that you're gone and you're just there for formalities because your contract is ending on a set date mm-hmm. and you just letting them know, like, I really don't fuck with y'all. So it is what it is. I don't fuck with you. Or are you putting a signal out there for other companies to look to, at to, you? Yeah. I think that's like, the bigger one right hey, there. Hey, <laughs> I'm about to be a free agent. Facts. So um, did y'all see the shit with Jim Jones and the vet? Y'all ain't see that shit? I've been seeing a lot of wacky shit with Jim Jones as of lately, but Ooh. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of weird shit with Jim Jones, especially with him and Christy. This nigga Jim Jones started beefing with a veteran because he put up a post saying, I guess after Pop Smoke passed, he put up a post saying that being a rapper is harder than going to war. I've I, 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 I seen that. I've seen, I seen that post. What is that, it? That's a wild post to me. That, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Is this nigga talking about? I was like, this nigga don't oh crack. no, he's, 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 he's don't crack. and then justified it. The, the vet wrote back to him was like, "Yo, bro, I respect you in the game, but you know, what I mean, you don't know what you talk about here. Like, 
It's cool. It's two different wars. Shout out, shout out every day, and then he's he came back with the whole streets. You, you, at least when you're in uniform, you know who's shooting at you. But in the streets, you don't know who's gonna come for your head. Mm, okay. And and we grew up with a, a, a people trying to kill us from the moment we born. I'm like, I think you're getting the idea of being a black man confused with being a rapper. With bro. being a rapper, those are two different fights you talking about. It might be hard being a black man, you know, growing up as a black. It might man. be harder being a black man than being a rapper. Oh, for sure. Of yeah. course it is, bro. Yeah. But I think what the vet is just saying that right now, nobody's safe, bro. A lot of these rappers got to move around and they got to take precaution. More precaution than the vet. And it's also your apparently. choice to kind of live that lifestyle. It, 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 is, it is your choice. To it's, be, it's your choice. Yes, your choice to go to war, but in a sense, it ain't because somebody got to do it for the country. Somebody I think it's a predatory thing that the country does to... Uh, disenfranchised minorities because right. those are the ones that end up going and fight. But right. you choosing to want to be a thug rapper that's talking about killing, moving weight, moving weight, and, and all this shit. doing all this shit, and knowing that they ain't supposed to be doing it in the first place. And then you get surprised when someone comes and 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 does the shit that you say is the life that you live. I I can't I can't say that that's worse than someone I think, going to war. I can't. I, 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 I was telling Tiff though, that was like one of the biggest issues we have right now in the industry is that a lot of these young artists have no fear of repercussions, bro. Like they don't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Consequences the, the, is Fear like is a, not in their heart, a figment, bro. A figment of their imagination, This younger bro. generation in yeah, general. This yeah, younger generation like they, in general. they don't fear consequences whatsoever, Gen bro. Gen Z just, had, don't know what the consequences. Yeah, they don't. I was, they just do it and just be like, all right, I did it. I was so talking what? to my... I, I was, I was talking I'm going to, to jail. Yeah. So right. what? So what? I, I was talking <laughs> to my nephews. shoot me? I talking to my nephews last week when they came to the house. I was like, so... I said, you guys are... um. You guys are 14, and I was like, you're turning 18. I said, how you guys feel about Pop Smoke? Yeah, it's crazy what they did to him, Unc. You know, it's mad, it's, it's mad crazy. Um, niggas out here be moving wacky these days, you know? He's like, it's like everybody's the ops, even your friends. And I was like, so who you think did it? Well, I don't know. One, I think one of them, one of my nephews said he think it was the government. The other one was like, nah. The government? Oh yeah. One of them, one of them was like, he think he think it's an inside job. He was <laughs> what, like, yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. What's the reason in... For the government, what was the government trying to trying to stop from pop? There's no reason. That. That's just selling what they information, said. I guess. That's just what they said. Um, and then when I asked, what did you say back? I was like, I don't think it's a government. <laughs> I was like, I think that's a reach. I was like, the government want to kill him. Of all, I was like, nah. Yeah, pop gonna... smoke eight eight one. I was like, one. Eight, I was eight, like eight, the one for that nah. conspiracy. He ain't giving, he ain't giving off information. <laughs> nah. he, he, he wasn't doing that. I was like, he was, was talking like, nah. his shit for right, sure. Yeah. But He's a twenty-year-old 20 kid, year old kid who trying to just make money, got boy. into the industry and wasn't talking nothing, nothing crazy. Like that. He wasn't, wasn't talking. He wasn't saying black fuck Trump, none of that shit. <laughs> he wasn't speaking yeah. the truth about Allah. None nah. of that, boy. That man but was just shit, out here trying to make his the money. The shit that fucked me up is when I asked him, "How do you guys feel about elders on the trains?" And that's when the conversation. I was like, "Oh, now I kind of see what y'all mentality is." That one of my nephews was like, "Yeah, you know, I had a situation on the train one time leaving Far Rockaway, and I almost fucked up an elder." I was like, why? He was like, oh, because the elder bumped into one of my friends. He didn't say excuse me. So he was like, yo, say excuse me. I was like, yo, I really, I hear y'all say that shit all the time. So I'd be on a train and I'll dead see uh, somebody who I think accidentally bumped into a young person and that person may not say nothing. And then the young person be like, yo, you just bumped into me. Say excuse me, my nigga. And the person will not talk back and it's like, nigga, say excuse me for a pop on you. And I'm like, yo, 
So y'all really act like that? He was like, well, um, I did it because um, my friend didn't say nothing and I felt like it was disrespectful. And then he said the elder started yelling back at me, his Trini language. And I was like, fuck all that. I'll come over and slap the shit out of you. And I was like, so this is you telling him that you'll do that? He was like, yeah. I was like, interesting. Oh no, bro! Like, interesting, that, nephew. But that's that's this generation, though. That's honestly, I like, wow. bro. I they feel like they're your. The difference they feel is, like they're equals. Yeah, the difference yeah, is like the generation before us was even more stringent about if that's my elder, I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah. yeah, our generation was it was very similar. We downgraded it slightly in terms of. Some of the we knew that the what was happening in our generation mm. there was a gap, right? So like with technology and the internet, there were certain things that our parents would tell us about it that we knew weren't true, right? Because we were more adept to being in right. that realm. Like they might be like, "Oh, don't don't go on that site because yeah. you're gonna get your information stolen." Right. You're like, "No, no I know how to navigate this shit. Yeah. You get your information right. stolen because you don't know." And 
it's it's kind of interesting because the kids, these younger children, they mimic our speech patterns. So a big part of it too is that we don't all speak proper in no. general. Nah. Like we know how to adapt because we know code switching. Right. Mm-hmm. So our generation is. I think our generation is really good at. It's probably good at the code best switching. at code switching. Definitely the best at that. That's a fact. The difference is our parents don't speak Ebonics like we do. No. How no? They they speak pretty proper. Yeah. You feel me? Whether it might be from the Caribbean or from up here, they the way they speak. My mom is actually on a hundred. <laughs> but you won't. I would never hear my mom saying, "Yo, you capping." Yo, no, what's up, bro? No, no. My mom would never speak like that, no matter what. My mom no just started how. started using the word lit the other day. I well, I think I, I also think that there's just in in this generation there's less. Uh, well, there's more culture fluidity between the ages, and we spoke about that before in terms of like we're all listening to the same music, yeah. for facts. the most part. We all see the same things on Instagram, like a lot of things that were tiered off before, it's like HBO. Yeah. HBO after 11 o'clock, we ain't see most of that we when we was a kid because we knew we was in bed at right. 8 or 9. But now it's kind of like we all get to see the same information. You'll see the clips. Because it's, it's all rotated. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you go on YouTube and see the same thing. YouTube is a free game. So, and also, we're 10 times more distracted. Hell yeah. I think a big issue with the our generation is, is the internet us. and just our phones. Having your phone on you, bro... Creates right. a level of distraction that, right here. yeah, that we kind of <laughs> just overlook. To it be is. honest with you, because when I was being raised, there was no cell phones in the crib. I didn't get a cell phone until I was thirteen. You feel bro. me? I'm like thirteen and it's, years. It's not a even cell that. Phone. It's just your parent. My mom was there. She kept an eye on what the fuck I was doing majority of the time. I could see. I could see newer parents being more distracted. Yeah, it's more along now. Now you now the the, the generation, our generation especially, we're all more about. I want my time for myself. Yeah. So when I'm home now and I want me time, whether it be whatever time that may be, the because there's so many distractions, now there's so many things for me to be like, yo, do this or do that or go watch TV or play your game. Or, you know, it's like the kids aren't being as well trained as how we were because we're actually really well trained if you really think about it. The level of training that was put into us and rearing was on a whole different level of Compared to yeah. the generation re- underneath I re- us, I remember weekends was the only time that Henry could play his Nintendo sixty four. I could not play my games during the week. Ever. I mean, I only think I'm not in every household. I can't really make you know that I mean? the Man, distinction. But what I can say is, I could very easily see those parents who may have a hard time already parenting yeah. having even a harder a time. Because yeah. I saw the other day when I was going um, grabbing some food. I saw this parent on the phone with her child. I guess she was taking her child from school and they were walking home. Uh-huh. The whole walk home, not only is she on the phone, she's screaming at the top of her lungs, laughing, mad. I, I'm on the other side of the street. I can hear the whole conversation word right. for word. And the whole time, for me, I'm thinking, you know, this would be a time where I would be talking to my kid. Like, how was your day? How was your day? What's up? The yeah. child is just there getting pulled along as she's going off. Ha, ha, ha. Da, 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 screaming, yelling. So not only are you like being kind of profane and extra with your kid right next to you and not realizing that your kid is listening to everything you're saying. Everything. Everything. Fuck that nigga. You ain't fuck that nigga up, you know, bitch. You know what's funny about it? I saw the realest <laughs> shit and it was right there at, at, our, at our spot the other day. 
and I saw one of the one of the one of the kids hop on the phone with their parent, and the conversation she went. I couldn't tell she was even talking to her mom. So like she's talking to her homeboy. She's talking to a friend. And you know what's funny about it? X said it most perfectly because of the way how the culture fluidity works and how everybody's kind of doing the same thing, listening to the same thing. This is actually the way they just talk. Yeah. They don't know how to just... Or, or there's no offense in it. There's no offense. No. That's the best way to yeah, say yeah. it. Yeah, there's no offense in it because I know what you're saying. Exactly. Right. It's like you don't take offenses. So you could get on the phone like... <laughs> What you talking about? Man, that bitch was crazy. Like, and then and, your mom agreed with you. And your mom would be like, yeah, that bitch. <laughs> bitch wilding out. That bitch wilding out. You yeah, rag that, that bitch. Capping. You rag that. You Now nah, you capping. And it's just like. <laughs> That's so weird. This me, is bro. you and your parent talking, though? I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I can't do that now. I would never want to. I'm not doing that with my kids. I would. I would be able to have that friendly conversation, but again, like for me. <laughs> it would be a blatant <laughs> joke, though. And, but there would be a block, though. Like, I. I wouldn't want my kids to feel so comfortable cursing at me or or even cursing to a certain extent, like as a teenager. You're not like you're not going to call me a bitch. You're not going to say you stupid motherfucker. Like you're not going to curse at me. That is not that's not going to work for me. Like that you might be able to slip with all, a bro. curse in my vicinity. I'll let you curse. Like if I'm in the living room something. and I hear you cursing in the room with you or your friends. Having y'all a little conversation, and I'm just like, listen to these little niggas over here cursing. All right. But for me and you to be having a, a conversation, conversation, and you're like, nah, dad, fuck that shit. I'm going to punch you in the throat. <laughs> I'm going to be like, who the fuck is you talking to? But you see, that that right there, me just responding with that, who the fuck is you talking to? With me and all my intentionality in saying that, that gets sunken in and interpreted a certain way that my child now will feel like they could address and abruptly cut a conversation short. With that same with that same phrase, yeah. But I think what we're talking about is is that line with you, and the only way that they're gonna break uh breach over that line with you, I feel like, is if you signal somehow that that's okay. Mm. They'll they're gonna pick up your vernacular and your movements regardless. That's For something sure. that you can't even. None of us can. Yeah, even, you can't stop that. Can't stop that. But the barrier of when and where to do it when and is, where is bro. the important piece, bro. Like, I. Sp- Spazzed on my son the other day, and I, I told y'all I, I I always spaz on him. This like when he <laughs> yeah. when he walks into a conversation and just starts talking, especially when there's a bunch of adults talking, that shit gets me mad, bro. <laughs> like that's a pet peeve of mine. I'll mm. be like, yo, who, who invited you in this conversation? <laughs> right. Just be looking at just him. Just be like, looking at like he walk in, be like, hey guys, and I'll be like, no, 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 no. Excuse me. Right. That's how you. That's how you get yourself into a conversation with adults. Don't come in here and just think you can insert yourself. You know in this it is because I, I feel like by him just introducing like, "Hey guys," you're you're interpreting it as he thinks he's like the same he's size the same and, size, fr- like, and like, friend with y'all. Like, like you came in. Oh, you're you're in your thirties too. Oh, like, what's like, up? What's hey. up? No boy, like little kids. Stay what's up, your, nigga? Yeah. Stay in your place. <laughs> like, and he would do that when it's a conversation amongst me and my parents. Oh wow! And even for me as an adult, if my dad is talking to his friend. And they're having. I'm a saying, excuse me. I'm on the I'm side. Still, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. Still, I'm waiting. If not, yeah. I'm gonna say, excuse me, yeah. your pops, your dad. Excuse me, can I talk to you real quick? Right. And I'm gonna pull them to the I side. I do the same shit. It's just the man. It's just the mannerisms. My mom and her sisters are talking. I'm still saying, excuse me. Like unless they invite me, and, hey, right. D. Like now you inserting me into the conversation. When I'm around family, I'm quiet as a mouse. Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm bro. on the side. Like that's it. My cousins come over is a different situation, but. 
Whenever I'm around Facts. my mom and her friends, ex cousins is type lit, by the way. My, yeah, my cousins as well. Definitely yeah. has some. Fun. <laughs> but whenever chill. it's like the elders, yeah. I'm chilling on chilling the side unless I, they ask. So Zay, what what was your you know what you been up to? Boy, I seen you been doing it. Then I talk. Other than honestly, that, bro, I got the. They could be sitting right here talking. So he called him. Huh? Yep. I don't even know what these niggas is talking about. Yeah, I'm zoned <laughs> my, out. My level of uninterest. I leave the room, though. I, I don't want to hear. Sometimes I leave the room. I don't want to hear. Like, oh, the adults, the adult, adults are here? Yeah. Cool, I'm out. But I'm, these, these, this, this younger yeah, generation, this generation, they are part of the conversation. They will, they will invite themselves Selves into in the, the conversation. conversation all the time. That's one thing that I see all the time, especially at our spot. Like, we'll be chilling and talking, and... I, I seen one of the kids did it the other day. It was me and you. We were sitting down speaking, and one of the kids slid up and just sit, stood right there until he realized we were talking about stuff that he probably shouldn't be privy to, and then the nigga <laughs> walked did. away. And I was like, nigga, why are you sitting here, why are you trying, sitting here to, trying to get involved in our conversation? In the first place. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, it's a, it's a it. wild doop, thing, bro. It's a wild doop, thing. Doop, we go through it all the time. Doop, but <laughs> that's how it goes. The FCC got thirteen hundred complaints regarding the Super Bowl performance. Yeah, <laughs> heard that shit on the Breakfast Club. Like with thirteen thirteen hundred calls. Like for real, who who got the time? It wasn't even that deep, honestly. It I mean, I could I could understand about the, the performance. Was, I was, was questioning a, was, the stripper it, pole. It, it was that, a central performance. It I, was a central performance. Shakira's part. Come on, y'all niggas is bugging. But yeah, I was Jenny questioning from the block. Jenny for the block did her thing. I Jenny. was questioning the stripper pole. I was like, I don't know, I don't know how this goes you know, with the white, middle the white middle of America. Well, she just old Billy ain't she just got off that. of doing that movie a few months ago, Hustlers. I, so. I get it. I, I get, get it. it. I knew where that was going though. Right. I, I get it. And once I saw the pole, I was like, they not gonna get in trouble. <laughs> as soon as I saw, it, but niggas should have been like, you the, got, the you Super Bowl approved the pole. Listen, Billy asked, "Daddy, what is that? Yup, I would like to do that. That looks." Fun <laughs> now, <laughs> and, and now I gotta call. Right. Now Richard is mad. Man, he's not. Mad. He's, he's calling the FCC. FC. Who calls the FCC, bro? Called thirteen hundred times. Bro. I don't know how that's possible. That's not the first thing that goes. If I see something that's wilding me up, oh, this, this shouldn't be happening. Let me go look this shit up. FCC. <laughs> At contact. the end of the day, it's like, oh shit, this performance might be too much. Too Let much. me switch this. I didn't even shit. know we had a hotline for that until I heard on the bar. I was like, wait, we have a hotline for that? Like, you can call and just make a general complaint about something you saw on TV for real? Honestly, that's, bro, Loki. I feel like that's Loki white privilege. I'm just oh, yeah. saying it. it's up there. That's, it's, that's, it's in that little. <laughs> it's in that box. That's, white. That's, one, that, that's one of black, those white privilege. Black people we have too much going on to think that <laughs> hard think I'm call about the calling the FCC. Who should I call because I don't like this fucking oh performance? Oh my fucking gosh! What's the number for FCC? Who like you not? Joshuana and 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 Dante are not sitting there. Like sitting there, like yo. That's this shit wild. crazy, babe. Yo, we gotta call the FCC. The FCC. <laughs> she gonna be like, but who do we call? The FCC. You got the number? No. I don't, I don't even know you could call they, they them. They can change bro. the fucking channel. Honestly, bro. I didn't even if, know you could call them. If me and Tiff are watching that and she leaves, she's like, I'm disgusted with this. Call the FCC. They got a number? Who do we call up? Like certain companies would be like, that's who do we call? That's too much work. That's yeah, a lot of work. Like, Yo, change the channel. Yeah, change the goddamn. Come back, that turn, come back 15 minutes later yeah, when that shit's done. Only a Karen. Only a Karen has That's the ability it. to do that. Son. Send Billy to go make a sandwich. 
Let him go play with his play though. It's a it's a fifteen minute performance. Facts. He can go. Let him go run room. around. He run around the cut. The, the he don't even room. know what's going on. Honestly, like I don't know. Y'all saw this uh, Snoop on Red Table shit. I uh, did. I saw clips. I didn't see the whole thing. I didn't see the whole. Thing I didn't. Either, I didn't see I the whole saw, thing either. I saw. I saw a couple myself. of clips. I saw though. the clips. I I saw the hot takes. The, that, that how how you feel about it? Snoop situation, I have a problem, and I'm, I'm learning this about me now. I have a problem when you say something and then the media or people are attacking you for saying what you said, and then now you got to retract what you said because the general public or what you really said was so offensive that you feel like something may happen to you, not death-wise, but something may happen to your status or something like that. So now you have to get on a platform and then say what you said and then apologize. This is a Chris Brown situation. Not the same. It's a Chris Brown situation with the apologies. It's a Kevin Hart situation with the apologies. And now we got Snoop falling into the situation with apologies. What, what, like, what line are we, like, what line can't we cross that we can never come back from when you say something and you never have to speak on it the way that people want you to apologize for it after they bring it up and say, well, I felt some type of way about what you said, so you have to apologize because the whole world is like, you said some wild shit and you have to apologize. You got to take accountability and you got to be responsible for your words and your actions. So I, because of what I felt, that that that's why I have to, so now, so now I got to apologize for how I felt. All right, cool. I just feel, I, 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 I partly agree with you. I do feel he needed to apologize. He did say some, he did say a wild thing. However, I just don't appear. I, I don't agree with the apology tour. I feel like once he's made that statement and he's done it, and he's done it on his platform already, mm-hmm. I don't still feel like it's necessary for him to keep speaking on it, and this be the main reason you're out here doing a, a whole. A I, whole yeah, sit I mean, down. I I think apologizing in general is just a maturity thing. He had already apologized, so that means he already had intent to apologize. I don't think anybody forced him to. He did wild out in his comments. It's not it's not one of those situations for me where it's like, oh, someone just interpreted what I said wrong and now I have to apologize for your interpretation of what I said. I that's where I think what you're saying comes more into play. Like, I didn't even mean that. Like you took it that way. So now I gotta apologize because you took it that way. That's kinda that's I don't I don't really like that. But he did wild out. He and he knew he wilded out. I don't I don't like how that interview was conducted. No, I didn't like that, that shit. That, and my issue with this whole situation is we're not even talking about Gail's, where Gail fucked up anymore. We're putting all the blame now on anybody that responded to Gail in a way that Facts. was deemed like she didn't unnecessary. Do like she didn't shit. do nothing crazy. Yes. And I've been saying that for like the last couple episodes, but I'm like, I was like, I was hoping that it wouldn't get to a place where we're no longer talking about what Gail did that was messed up. We're there now. Because now Gail is over here doing a Democratic debate, chilling, no problems. Gail's doing her morning show, no problems. But she wilded out. She the whole reason Snoop even went out his way and said some wild shit. But we didn't force her to go on an apology tour. She gave a half-ass apology, in my opinion. And and we all kept it pushing. One time. And it wasn't really an apology to Vanessa. It was more so CBS fucked me over, and I'm sorry that people felt some type of way. But it wasn't even like, yo, I really take responsibility for the fact that during this time, this was insensitive to the family, and I apologize for that. 
But now we got Snoop in a turtleneck. <laughs> Snoop Snoop. As fuck. I hate I hated Snoop's outfits. I was like, this nigga look like he went. You in. know, and then yeah. sober, sober as fuck, right? Sober as fuck. Sober as fuck. He he shaking that, his head. When he said that shit, when he said it on the gram, that nigga was high, high as, as a motherfucker. That nigga was a so the Snoop, the, so the, Snoop that, the Snoop that we really used to, we didn't get that Snoop on Red Table. We yeah, should we, we got we, we got sober Snoop doing it, what it, doing his PR run. Should have been the same someone, Snoop. Someone put in his ear that yo, you gotta apologize, or we pulling some sponsorship or whatever. Like, yeah, and we, at the we, end of the day, he he apologized. Like I said, he apologized on his platform already, and he said, you know what, I was I said something, I, I apologize for saying it, and now he goes on the red table talk and he's talking about it, and he say, he seems sincere. I'm not gonna say no, he didn't I seem don't, sincere. I don't, actually, I don't mind the red table look. You know what I'm saying? Like because mm-hmm. if you're going to apologize to women, that's the best platform to that's go to the best platform mm-hmm. to, go to apologize to women. Because. So I don't mind him saying, "Yo, you know what? I apologize on my platform, but if I really want women to take me seriously, let me go with a group of women who can help me understand where I went wrong uh-huh. even more, or or delve into it even more. We have a deep conversation because Ti did the same thing. He did. Yes, he did. Because Ti honestly didn't want to apologize. No, that was all PR. That was T.I. saying, yo, let me go on the red table talk so that I don't can totally lose my female constituency. That's, it was smart. But, but was I smart. feel like Snoop actually went on there and it almost, it looked like to me, like I said, I ain't seen the whole thing. But it looked sincere. like he really wanted to be like, yo, we could have this good yeah. conversation. I just don't like how they conducted it. I, I, that was my first time not liking. That was my first time not liking Jada Pinkett's position on her own platform with that show. I was like, nah, I don't like this. I, I ain't like it. I know. I felt you, it watching it reminded me of the energy that Monique gave Charlemagne when she kept calling him Leonard on a Breakfast Club. That mm. was the energy. I, that was the energy I feel like when Snoop walked into the room. Jada's energy was Monique's energy when when Monique walked in the room and was like, "Hey, Leonard." The mm-hmm. whole fucking interview. I'm like, God damn, this is the energy that we 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 given. Damn. I just feel like they were talking at him. They were definitely talking and at him, and him. it wasn't enough. And like I said, maybe when I see the whole thing, I'll I mean, the clips. The, I saw a lot of clips, bro. I practically saw the whole. whole I just saw like the the, the snit tidbits of you know how he's looking. His he looked uncomfortable too. He looked uncomfortable. That's why when he had to turn around, I was like, this nigga looked like he's in trouble. Trouble. Like he looked like one of them kids that did something bad for the first time in his life, and he's like, um, so I have to go to detention. I'm like, yeah, you have to go to detention. You're missing <laughs> Dang, a whole man. day of school. But you're yeah, in it, school, but you're missing a whole it, day of class. It just it just seemed like they didn't they didn't even broach the Gale part of it. No. It just seemed like it was just Snoop Snoop Snoop. And maybe that's what Snoop wanted. Maybe he was like, just focus on me. I don't even want to bring Gale up no more because I got I don't want that smoke. But I just don't feel like it did justice to the actual situation. I mean, he did that's say what we what what we said initially, bro. We know Snoop didn't mean like the way they interpreted it was, yeah. We, we coming for you. Niggas was like, oh, the world took it as, oh, that, that's a death threat. No, and white, then they, white women took right, it. Right. And white they, women, they yeah. spun and with that shit crazy. Because we know. Right. We, we know, know what it We means. knew Snoop didn't. He but, wasn't threatening. He was just letting her know. And then like, he had listen, to clarify that again. walking around the in table. a fucking bathrobe and a doobie hair wrap. Right. He not, not sending no goons to you. Goons to your house. Mm, Why so. would he send goons to your house, Gail? Yeah. Right. And it's like, silly. It just saying like, that nigga, we were holding you accountable for the shit that you're doing. Right. We know what you're doing. So he used bad choice of words. Absolutely. I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't talk like that. I wouldn't <laughs> have said it either. Yeah, I not, wouldn't. Not me being Snoop. 
No, I yeah. wouldn't have said I wouldn't have did that on social media. I maybe use that language maybe on a, like I'm talking to my homeboy and I'm that upset. I might, I don't even remember everything he said, so I'm not going to take on his words. But I might be like hyper and talking crazy with my friends, but I'm not then going to turn on the IG and be like, yo, da 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 Fuck this bitch. She's a dog face. I think he called her a dog face bitch or something like that. Like, yeah, he was, was wild out. Was that that was, was uncalled for. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot, Snoop. It was a lot, Snoop. <laughs> Snoop, you but, uh, it, relax. It, it, <laughs> so I, I see why he apologized. He, he went a little bit overboard. Yeah. He went a little bit overboard. Just, just a tad bit. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that nigga swung down. I was trying to be mellow. That nigga springboard the shit into that shit, my nigga. That nigga hopped on the plank and was like, I'm going full <laughs> force. wild out with that. I don't need y'all niggas help. I'm going to just go <laughs> on this shit like, today. Fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> Your dog face, <laughs> bitch. Dog face, cunt, bitch. <laughs> Dirty bitch. <laughs> it's like, Snoop. <laughs> Sorry, sir. God, I didn't mean to I, hurt you like that. I had to apologize for her. Like, yo, she's sorry, bro. Like, I, I don't know. That's the time you hear it and you see Gail next day. Yo, Gail. Yeah, he wild. He yeah, wild yeah, out, he, was he was wilding. He was wild. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Yo, give him a couple days. Give, give him a couple, couple days. days. He, he gonna highlight you. He gonna highlight you. But um, Kobe Bryant tribute. All right, Kobe. Beautiful man. tribute, man. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful very, tribute. Very moving. Um. Very touching. I, a I, lot I could of people not personally watch the whole thing. Um, so I was like, "This is a lot for me." I didn't see the whole thing either, but I there was a lot it. of a lot of people were there. A lot of people were definitely. You got a there. lot of love, man. They, a they lot of love, love. A lot of respect. A lot of respect. Um, yeah, man. Rest in peace to the Bamba. And like you said earlier, Vanessa did a very heart heartfelt, very warm speech. Her shit was was heartfelt, bro. The, the thing I didn't like, because obviously now the backlashes from social media, from what I see, mad people are like, Kobe didn't. And I knew this information, I want to say maybe a week prior to Kobe passing. I knew that Kobe really didn't have a good relationship with his uh, family like that. Yeah. I do know that. And all of this started happening when Kobe actually got to the league. That's when it started. Because uh, it, it was, so first it was a situation where, I didn't originally know that Kobe was not even on the Lakers. I didn't even know that he was on with the Mavericks at first. Yeah. And then he got traded, what, like shortly, like right after that. It was on the Lakers. But his parents wanted something different for him in terms of, I guess, basketball. That was one of the first disagreements. And the second disagreement was something with his sisters. And they felt like Kobe should have been giving the family more money when he first got his deal. And he was like, I've already given you this. I need to continue now to work on what the fuck I need to work on to build my shit. But here's this. And they felt like he should have got more bread. Um, and then the third thing was she never really, Vanessa never, she never really had a good relationship with the Bryants. Well, she, the, the final. She said she had one, one, one of the sisters she's mad cool with. The final, the final straw with the, uh, supposedly with the, yeah. the family and Kobe was they tried to sell some of his memorabilia. Yeah, 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 yeah. From the, from his Which is wild. Which is wild. If that's even true. It's supposed to be. I mean, supposedly it yeah, is. That's the, that was the true, fallout. Yeah. That was the falling out with him and that his That was parents. the final straw, yeah. But and I think that was more recent. Yeah, that the was. More recent that fallout. was. I want to say. Every damn, time, son. Damn, every, okay. Damn. Dang, damn. Shorty. Yo, that shit happens. Yo, that, that's like every week now. That ass. <laughs> I would want to say. Um, oh. I don't want to quote no dates because I'm not 100% sure, but it, it had to be within the last 15 years. 
at least. This is like but not in the twenty tens, but probably like in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Maybe like mid like oh five. That, that sounds 06. like yeah, that sounds like oh five right there. Because yeah, we in so twenty twenty yeah. That because it, it didn't happen. It was after his obviously after his after after the triple after the triple championship. Yeah, so yeah. um but yeah he had a falling out with his parents and, and, and his siblings and they never fucked with them after that. But I'm saying though, if your son is one of the biggest basketball stars to ever touch a basketball and enter in the NBA. Why you? Why, why you want to? Why do? You, why do you want to sell memorabilia? Like entitlement, bro. I think a lot of times at his status. Oh yeah, his I status, would assume yeah. that's some wild shit. That's that wild. Is, it, 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 it is wild. wild. That would make me look I at my whole family different. That at his stature, you're making thirty million dollars a year. A year, right? You're cake, you're, cake you're, you're taking. Yeah. You're taking. Naturally, you're taking care of your parents. At yes, that point. it's your parents. But his father was even in the NBA, so they had to have a little, little bit of money because they took him to Italy for a while. So his father yeah. had his family had to have some well type off. of bread. Yeah, they weren't broke. Now, Kobe, if Kobe y'all went broke, that's different. With y'all that's bread. Different. And then he still gave y'all a little bit of money. I'm presuming he had them on an allowance. He probably was giving them a stipend every month. Or let's say he hit them off one time. That's what I'm saying. Let's say Kobe hit him off and was like, listen, I make 30 mil a year. Or, or when he got to the 30 mil cap, let's say within that time as he's building, he's like, you know what? My first my first five years in the NBA, I make six mil a year. I may hit the family off. I'm making a lot. I, I could give the family in, in one shot like one mil. And then this one mil be divvied up between whoever I'm giving it to within the family. Or if I if I give my parents one mil, bro. Yeah, if I give my parents one mil and you blow that in a year, so I don't know what the fuck happens. Honestly, bro, if, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm making ten million dollars a year and I'm like, all right, I'm taking care of my parents, I'm giving them, let's say, a hundred. Well, that's a that's year. that's if you take care of your parents. He may not have had that made mentality. A, yeah, it may have been like, yo, because remember they had a somewhat strained relationship, so yeah. it might be like, yo, here's some bread. Take care of everything that you gotta do. Let's let's not lowball. Let's say he gave him ten million dollars. Facts. Here's some yeah, bread. Let's say that. Take care of what you gotta take care of. I'm cool. And then they came come back to you two years later talking about yo. We need more money. Give give me more money. What what you talking? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> what you do? What I you, gave you ten. What you mean? Mail. Give me more money. <laughs> like you spent all of that in one year. It, we're not even banging with each other like that. So I don't even, I don't know. I don't know, bro. It's, it's a hard thing because I can't imagine doing that to my parents. So I don't know. It's, we could only make assumptions. It's way, it has to be 10 times deeper than we could even imagine it to be. I mean, it's deep. With his amount of, with he's, his he's amount he's of wealth. He's dead now. Yeah, he's dead now. So we don't. But, and he wasn't a struggling person, bro. Kobe was worth. Four five hundred million dollars. No, bro, they had a private helicopter. We know bro. this, bro. Yeah, so I yeah. could imagine. This is a rich person. You know the mentality. Honestly, bro, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. My brother is worth a hundred million dollars, son. And this nigga not trying to help out, bro. I would be fessed up with him, son. <laughs> I wouldn't if my brother gave me five million. Was like, yo, dude, oh, if you he just gave do. me one payment of five mil, yeah, yeah I'd chill at honestly, that point. Cool. honestly, I'm not gonna go back to my brother the next year and be like, yo, nah, so. nah, at that point, I'll be like, I'm wilding at that point. <laughs> I don't know I'm wilding. <laughs> where where my point. next five mil at, bro? Like, I seen you got that new contract coming through. Uh, honestly, nah, good, good looks, bro. So where nah. it's gonna sound crazy, but I don't care if. Nobody in my family makes it and don't give me shit. Me personally. I'm not I'm not looking at my older brother like, yo, D, I'm struggling, bro. And I know you got a hundred mil. Yo, give me 10. I'm not gonna be like I'm not yo. gonna say give me 10. No, 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 no. Nigga, you gonna give me a job. I'm Fuck not, all no, that no, shit, no, no, no. my nigga. 
Keep your bread. I'm not going to be like, you need to give me money because you made it. So I feel entitled because I'm your brother. We were blood that you have to give it. I'm not, not, not I don't me. know. To me, that's a little up and down. Like, I, I agree to some extent. Not me. But I also feel like. You don't have an obligation to me just just because we're brothers. Now you do, you do. We family. You have an obligation. <laughs> it, it all to me. depends on how close I am with that brother. Well, is that it, part? Is that? But it also tells me more about your character. If you know I'm struggling, and you don't attempt to at least give me a little something to not see me struggle. That that and and I bro. ask for it. I don't know, son. bro. If you got a hundred million dollars <laughs> and you know I'm struggling, and, you're, son, your cousin, and I have to come and ask you for bread, son. <laughs> your cousin Jeffrey come to you. You know, cousin Jeffrey <laughs> been sucking dick <laughs> for seventeen <laughs> years. For so, some, for some you want him to stop? Hey, hey, you gonna keep letting cousin Jeffrey suck, suck some, some dick? dick? <laughs> If that dick talk is good, he, yeah. Talking about your cousin now, nah, boy. Nah, if that dick is good, yo, yeah. That nigga I might not give you a crazy amount, but... Buy that nigga a condo <laughs> and deposit 1500 in his account every month, my nigga. That's the least you can do, my nigga. For six months. For six months. Let that nigga get back on his feet. If that nigga loves sucking dick, let him stay on his knees. I feel you. Until I come to you talking about your dick sucking cousin, bro. <laughs> That's a fact. Do the interview. You do the interview. You're like, yeah, yo, I was a 30 point. And, you, and your cousin Jeffrey. <laughs> you look at her like, yeah? Your cousin well, Jeffrey just him? came to us saying that he had to suck dick to get, <laughs> to get where he, he had to get into the game tonight. <laughs> He had the gate took him out. He said he wanted to see dick. you play basketball. Hey. Huh? Uh. Instantly, boy. As soon as you get, you couldn't wait to get to the locker room fast enough to write that nigga a check, <laughs> boy. <laughs> oh, shit. Get your ass out of here, Jeff. God damn. <laughs> but yeah, they had some great performances. <laughs> Beyonce. Damn, you know what's wild about it, son? We talked about this shit last week. You went bad, bro. We just said <laughs> niggas have a hard time dealing with sadness. And <laughs> Beyonce was great. <laughs> Alicia Keys with that moonlight <laughs> train was popping. Oh, man. Um, Michael Jordan, I liked his speech. Mm-hmm. Teardrops. Shaq, <sighs> I love that speech. <laughs> Shaq was like, Yo, I'm gonna talk to Kobe because Kobe had meant uh, the team had mentioned that Kobe was chucking. Uh, he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna talk to Kobe," and then he was like, "Yo, man, there's no uh, I in team," and he said, "Yeah, but that motherfucker got a me in it." That's really dope. Jimmy Kimball could not kim- keep it together at all. And like you said, Vanessa did an excellent job. She did. She did. Yeah, we got the speech at the top of the episode, so. Y'all would have heard it by now. Um, but a speech that we're going to play right now is uh, Rihanna's joint. Because Rihanna... Talk about it. Got her award this weekend. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, how many of us in this room have colleagues and partners and friends from other races, sexes, religions? Show of hands. Well, then, you know, they want to break bread with you, right? They like you. Well then, this is their problem too. So when we're marching and protesting 
and posting about the Michael Brown Juniors and the Tatiana Jeffersons of the world, tell your friends to pull up. She's a she's our age, so she's the same as us. And so um some but, people just some people are not up on it as much though in terms of no but when i see rihanna i feel like i already know rihanna like i feel like rihanna could sit right in this room right now and it would be a regular conversation oh yeah yeah oh like yeah, that's I, the yeah, vibe i get yeah, I from rihanna's a, yeah I think it's I like we could joke about the same shit yeah we could talk about the same shit and she could keep up you well, know there's some celebrities where it's just like i don't i don't I like Chris, but I don't know what type of conversation I'm having with Chris Brown. It might be a wild conversation. I, I don't even know where to start sometimes. Maybe anime. Like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I think but that what you said just now goes to show you are great. That to me is what a great artist is. When you really become someone that when you go amongst your fans, they feel like they could relate to you. You've built a personal relationship with that fan, even though you've never met them before. Yeah. Right. Like that is fantastic, and and just from observing Rihanna, I'm like, oh, Rihanna is cool. She's like, approachable. She's approachable, and I feel like if we all like had were able to have an intimate conversation, we would become great friends with Rihanna. Like it wouldn't be no, fi- you know how there's a fake industry relationships. Yeah. It wouldn't be that. It'd be like, yo, Rihanna's a fuck. Like she a clown. Like Facts. I'm about to hit Rihanna. Yo, you seen that meme today? And and it would be an actual it would be a, conversation. A back, a back and that's what I'm saying. Like with Chris. It, uh, or artists like Chris Brown, I can't see that instant connection. I'm sure we could build a connection with everybody, but I can't see that instant connection. Even with Drake, I feel like Drake might be a little awkward in the beginning. You got to build that with him. Yeah, you got to you got to open that in. gate. Yeah, yeah. you got to let you in. It's not going to just be automatic. So um, that's but a fact. In terms of what she said, like I agree, but the only problem I have with it is. Us as black people got to pick and choose what we want. Because sometimes when we tell white folks to get... We're telling white folks to get more invested or pe- other people to get more invested. But then sometimes when you bring your white people to these events, the black people there like, this is a black space. We don't want nobody else here influencing X, Y, and Z and giving a peace because this is just a safe space for us black folks to throw out our opinions and what we want to see. So I'm like... I'm a little conflicted about it, although I've been preaching that all the time. Is you should definitely get your other friends to be involved and invested. I mean, I think I think that's a big part of it because at the same time, if you want to expand, the goal is you want them to be with you. You just don't want them to take advantage and steal your ideas. Right. So I feel like if you're still at the head of the helm and you're still the one creating the content. You're still the one deciding how the content gets gets um, pushed out and how it's being curated. Who the fuck cares about who's involved? Right. You feel me? At the end of the day, as long as you make sure that a few of your black friends are involved with you in the process and it doesn't get, I guess you could say, whitewashed, mm-hmm. right. then we're still good enough. It's, a, it's cool to have a few good white friends to play, to play, to play the role they need to play, especially if they're there just to support. And I think we got to just be inclusive of allies. Like every marginalized group has allies from the group that is in the majority and how you treat them and how you you place them in whatever said situation is just important. Like you said, you got to be strategic about it, but I don't think it does us any service not to include them. And I get it. There are certain times where it just should be the black people in the room 
talking about a said thing, but I see a lot of times shutting out other people. I don't think that that helps any cause, you know, get any nah, further than it, what it, it is. Also, it also um, puts a strain on it because it limits you. Yeah. It limits and then you, you turn that said ally into an enemy. Because if I keep Fact. getting shut out of the conversation, and this isn't just about black people, this is a broad range thing. If I just keep getting shut out of the conversation, eventually I'm just be like, yo, fuck y'all niggas then. Facts. <laughs> because then I look at it like this. If they want to be a part of what I'm doing, it's better I have you a part of it than for you to be like, I want to be a part of this so much. Oh, you don't want me a part? Of, I'm going to go create my own shit and I'm going to mimic what you're doing. To be, It's better for you to be a part of it than to be my competition. Right. You feel me? So I would prefer you to be here in my in my situation with me and I could keep a close eye on you than for you to be like, oh, this nigga's shutting me out. Oh, I'm going to create my own shit now. Create my own shit or them other niggas ain't shutting me out named the KKK. <laughs> Facts. Oh, I'm going to go, I'm go see what's them. up with them niggas. Like, it's good. You, you got to have a good, you got to have allies in this game. That's the only way we want to get where we got to go. And newsflash, if you're not part of said group, you're not going to understand said group. So you are going to make mistakes because a lot of times that's what ends up happening. The white person in the room doesn't understand racism as deeply and intimately as we do. Say some fucked up shit. Now all the black people want to show how smart they are about racism. <laughs> and it's like. I understand. I get it. It only takes one of us to educate this person, and you got to do do it with a soft hand. Like you can't Facts. hit him with a rock. Like bitch, nigga, like, you should have knew what what's the up. Fuck is you talking about? <laughs> like, hey, 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 sir. And I, that's I, not how this works. I see that a lot more though, honestly, in men versus women situations. Like female uh, groups or ma- uh, women groups will have a certain topic. And then a male ally will try to jump in and be like, well, not all men are like that. And then the women in the group will just jump on that nigga like fucking white on rice (laughs) (laughs) and cook a nigga out. Cook a nigga Um, out, boy. I see that a lot with the LGBTQAI plus community. And they'll get a straight ally who will be like, well, you know, some people just don't understand or whatever. And they get their ass. That's the... (laughs) Flam bait, boy. (laughs) You on that grill and they toss you like a fucking pig on that shit, bro. Be like, nigga, well, I don't know. AI plus. You plus. forgot the plus, nigga. You don't know. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, tell me then, sir. God damn, sir. Ma'am? <laughs> Let me know. Help me. Please. I'm, I need this. I'm here for y'all. I'm here for y'all. I'm trying to be here I'm, for y'all. Let a nigga know what's up. <laughs> That's how you end up going home and be like, I ain't fucking with these niggas no more. <laughs> fuck, fuck everybody. <laughs> now you're about to burn tight. shit down. I'm not. Now you go and put some fucking homophobic tweet or you go oh, out dude, there and you put some dude. some I hate woman tweet. Or tweet out because they don't fuck with you. You be like, I was just trying to help. Now, now you get extra flambe. Extra flambe now. Yeah, you be canceled. Like, now you're on the cancel list. Cancel list, yeah. That's a fact. Um, coronavirus is not getting canceled. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently not. It's getting Coronas. Coronas it's are getting, getting canceled. <laughs> yeah, we spoke about the coronas getting canceled, but canceled. the virus is long. Is Let me just put this out here: coronas are not made in China; <laughs> they are made south of us. Well, That's fuck so it, bad. it's everywhere now. It's officially yeah. a pandemic. It's in mad countries. Um, but like we, I don't know, if we we spoke about this off air. Yeah, I think we spoke about it off air. Um, like we said, it's not an overly deadly disease, which uh-huh. is making it, I guess, a little bit harder to contain they feel like it might be almost impossible to contain because okay. a lot of people are coming down with symptoms and they don't know they have the symptoms what's bad about it it came during the winter time 
So you really gotta be precautious because everybody catches a cold during the winter. Yeah, yeah. You feel yeah, yeah, me? Yeah. They're saying this at, at first. Even for me, I was, I was, I'm aware of what the virus is and what, what is being, what it, what it, what it, what are the symptoms of it. But I always thought it was a strain of the flu. Yeah, and it's a strain of it's SARS. A strain of SARS. Wild. Which is actually, you know, one of the major pandemics we had back in the olden days, 100, 200 years ago. That with polio and and, and measles and all that. I think shapes. SARS came back. The original, I guess, strain of SARS came back for a little bit in the 90s as well. It did. And yeah. in the 2000s too, like in the early 2000s. The 2000s. That's but it was, I think it was amongst like the Jewish community that, that it was really going wild with because they weren't doing the, they weren't doing vaccinations. Mm. So, um... And which is another big part of this too, because with the coronavirus and from the little bit of knowledge I have of it, it's being spread, but it's being tracked and classified as a highly contagious respiratory disease. So, which is typically that's what SARS hard. are. SARS, SARS is an acronym for a res- something for, respiratory. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's like a level up from bronchitis. Yeah, severe something in respiratory is what yeah. SARS stands for. Something like that. So, um. Yeah, SARS is like a, a, a like you said, a, a, a bronchitis and steroids. It's not it's not in the same bracket as pneumonia, but it's more along the sides of um of a bronchitis. But <clears throat> um, yeah, like, this is crazy though because it's airborne. You can't control it. There's no vaccination for it. Severe acute respiratory syndrome. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, severe acute nigga. That's sharp. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like I said, it's not it's not pneumonia. Because pneumonia is filling up the lungs with liquid. Right. But bronchioles, bronchitis is a bacteria in your bronchioles, just the, the sacs mm-hmm. in, in your lungs. Mm. So I think it's just, like I said, uh, steroids, bronchitis. But it's wild, though, because then you can still die from that. Because a lot of people, what happens is that I would assume is with this, like with bronchitis, if you have it severe enough, you die most of the times from your lungs. Um shutting down mm. so a lot of people just their lungs stop functioning properly and they die because they can't catch their breath yeah so they're classifying it as a mild um contagion um because i think right now the rate of death is three percent and the ones who are most at risk for death it are people who are either elderly or, or super young or have a weaker no actually my fault they're saying kids aren't getting it Mm. So they're saying it's weak immune systems or the elderly. My fault. I got that mixed up. Weak a lot system. of a lot of the, the elderly makes sense. That, that makes a lot sense. of the a lot a lot of these other diseases like the flu and stuff. I'm not diseases, but viruses like the flu. The kids are susceptible. The elderly, and then the ones with weakened immune system. For some reason, there's like a report I was listening yesterday that for whatever reason, kids are not. It doesn't seem like kids are picking up the virus. I wonder if it's because the vaccines they've gotten is still very relevant in their system. Potent, it might be that, or you know, kid immune systems are hyperdrive like compared yeah, to yeah, ours. Yeah. Um, so a lot of things don't get through the barrier, but when it does get through the barrier, they kids be cooked out. They cooked out. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a pandemic; it's going everywhere. Um, but the mortality thank, rate thank isn't God, that high. Thank God for that, though. Thank God the mortality rate is pretty low because. A lot of people would die off that shit if it if it's three percent is actually lower than than H one. The big thing is what everyone what the CDC is telling us is basically is U S. You got fifty seven cases, 
but y'all niggas get ready because shit is coming y'all wait right now because I think it just hit Brazil or one of them lower eastern pretty bad yeah well I told you guys yesterday it hit Jamaica we was getting phone calls from Jamaica yeah I don't think I think it's still not going to affect the US as much because they're so like Flu vaccination and these type of vaccinations we're heavy is on so this side heavy yeah, on we're it. heavy with that shit. Well, they, they just, the problem is mm-hmm. a lot of this comes from the government and Trump cut a lot of funding to vaccinations and fighting pandemics. So now he's mm-hmm. put uh, a team under Pence and they're saying that they're going to use $8 billion to fight. Originally, he only wanted $1.2 billion dollars. Congress had to convince him, nah, we're going to give you $8 billion for this. Cause but if you remember, we went through the same wacky shit with Ebola. Yeah, we but they the said the Obama thing. administration did way better than oh, yeah, what Trump Obama is. Oh, yeah, because Obama was just like, it affected us black people predominantly. <laughs> hey. Obama was just like, listen, <laughs> yeah. for my black ass, this shit too. <laughs> and this shit ended up over here. Um, Fuck all we, that. Uh, did you guys hear that? Uh, um, I don't know if it's the Pope, but uh, the Pope canceled... Uh, I think he canceled uh, service indefinitely. At oh, the va- yeah. I heard. The, the, I saw the, the tabloid. I, heard, I was like, oh. I heard shit. they were for Ash Wednesday. Yeah, fat, yeah. They wasn't putting ashes on people for it. They were sprinkling yeah. shit on niggas. <laughs> Fuck that. Hey, y'all niggas get to sprinkle right. real quick. Oh, I'm not snap. touching you. It's, Fuck it's, you we're, on, about? we're on the road to Easter. That's wild. It's at, when was Ash Wednesday? Ash this Wednesday, Wednesday was this Wednesday, bro. That's that was two wild. days ago. That, that was yesterday. Yeah. Actually, days? oh shit, that was yesterday. Yeah, they were sprinkling ash on niggas. Niggas are asking me what I'm giving up for Lent. I'm like, nigga, I'm giving up nothing for Lent. I don't celebrate that. I'm good, I'm good off that. Thank you. I used to be so into these <laughs> shits when I was a kid, son. Over but um, Over <clears throat> yeah, but the mean, Olympics may get canceled because of uh, get sadly, the fuck out of here because of cor- Corona. For real? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm be sick, boy. They said if they don't contain it by May, they're gonna have to cancel the Olympics because it's in Japan this year. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Yeah! yeah. Oh, cancel! No. Cancel! Damn, I'm sorry. Ain't racist. nobody going. That sounds no. racist. Cancel! <laughs> be like cancel. Serena's like what? Nah, nah. Japan. That ain't it. Japan? That ain't it. Good, I got a daughter. Like that, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not going all, nowhere. Like you said, it all depends on how well they contain. This, I'm gonna be this tight thing. that they canceled the Olympics because I'm just a competitive person. I look forward to the Olympics. Every I mean, they may push years. it back or Bro, find if you, another if you, spot. If they don't, though, you're looking at. Mass yeah, you're looking at spreading. a crazy epidemic. Yeah, that's gonna be Mass wild. Yeah, you're getting spreading. all of the world, all of the world there right then one and spot, there. and then they leave, and then <laughs> they leave, and it's like you, it's the perfect fucking <laughs> opportunity, my nigga. Like, nigga, we see like, zombies yeah. the following. That's yeah. the perfect. That's the perfect heist for a villain to say it's time to kill all the superheroes. Facts. Corona gonna be like, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all niggas rock for this few months. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's Rona's waiting, yeah. Be like, ta da! Hey, I'm niggas, in your juice, though. bitch. <laughs> Fact. I'm in your food, bitch. Anyway, I, boy. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm in your, I'm in your ass. Oh man, so we, <laughs> we're doing good, sir. We're doing good. <laughs> we I was trying to do good sir. this episode. I like. Oh, uh, I, I have it, to sir. throw some stuff in this. Well, I, before <laughs> Black History Month leaves us, facts. We are here with Wilder. If you're. Oh, this nigga Wilder got his ass whooped. <laughs> like yeah, there was no whoop fight that there. Trick, get whooped. Yeah, he that got me bad, bro. He thought he stole something away, but. <laughs> 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 
He will bust, be champion boy. again, but right now the king has returned to the Yo, throne. Tyson nah, Fury whooped that ass. I don't know. Bro. If I was his friend son and I saw him son, I'd be like, damn, bro. Yo, you're not doing that again, right? Yeah, you gotta chill, bro. <laughs> you wanna rematch that nigga? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know, son. Yo, you might need to sit that one out, bro. This nigga wild to go say, nah, it's cause I had a 40 pound outfit on. <laughs> Wilder, you're not Shaw Khan. Hey, I, the 40 pound outfit had me tired by the time. Bro, who told you to put that shit on? What you think, Rock Lee? <laughs> what the fuck is up with this nigga, son? Nigga <laughs> thought he was going to go drop the weights. Drop the weights and <laughs> get the a power going to shake. You're going to be the whole nigga doing a dance around on the light feet, nigga? Nah. So, I was watching a lot of fighters and what they had to say about why they thought Wilder lost. Of course, one of them was Joe Rogan. And I agree 100% with it. Um, one of the reasons Wilder lost is because Wilder's so used to being an aggressor yeah. that being put on his heels, he ain't know how to deal with it. Right. So the whole fight, Fury was just throwing punches and attacking him and had him on his heels backing up. He didn't know how to fight out of that stance. And because you could never set your, he could never set his feet and be the one moving forward, he could never get that power punch that he's known for for knocking niggas out with. And <laughs> right. he needs... he Wilder don't know how to fight. Everybody's been saying that Damn. For, Damn, for forever. Damn. Wilder does not know how to fight. He just has... He's a puncher. So there's a difference between fighting and just knowing Strategic. how to throw a nice yeah, right. hook that'll knock you the fuck out. Right. That's what Wilder got. Wilder's punch, they call the shit the eraser. So I'm not saying that <laughs> I nigga... Even know that. I didn't even know that's what they call it. Yeah, yeah nah, nigga, that nigga obviously. will knock you out. But <laughs> if I know how to fight... This is such the difference between like a technical fighter and a street nigga fighting. Facts, bro. Like a technical fighter may not look like he's doing much. The whole time he got your it's whole plant. shit that's, lined that's, up. That's Floyd right there. That's when you look at <laughs> a Floyd man. That's, that's, yeah, that's a technical that's, that's fighter. Yeah, yeah technical. you think he not doing nothing. The whole time he's sliding your shit, which is harder than getting that one hook that's going to just knock you out. So when you can't land that hook, what happens? Wilder. Wilder. <laughs> Got beat. You got beat bad, bro. Silly. You Your ear bleeding. Ear bleeding. The lip from here to Jericho. The nigga his lips was seven feet out this way. Nigga was bleeding. All types of shit. So he got beat bad. The nigga let bro. the ancestors down, Damn, bro. Son. The ancestors. You would have thought he fucked sister, bro. The way he got beat, son. You Damn. would think they wasn't friends. They was gonna be cool before this fight. Nah. nah At that point, I, got I, can't, I can't call you my friend after that, bro. Nah, nah. He beat your. He, he beat, beat you, you bad, bro. <laughs> You gotta ask the nigga. What am I doing? <laughs> you gotta, you, yeah, you gotta have a conversation what with the nigga. Well, I thought we were cool. Do y'all want to see a rematch? Yeah, that's I'm, just me being. I'm here for the no. rematch. I'm not here for the it, rematch, bro. though. That's the <laughs> rematch. Would, why would you do that? Wilder has to call Serena. <laughs> what exactly did you tell Aubrey when he went in the studio and recorded back? To no, I Wilder exactly learn how to fight. Get some. Get some real. Bro. If fighting? I get my ass beat like that, bro, <laughs> I am not fighting you again. Yeah, you taught me a lesson, bro. He's, he, he has to be scared to fight him again. What? He has to bro, be. Bro, if someone beat my ass like that, son, <laughs> I'm scared to I'm fight him again. I'm not you and apologize, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, my fault, bro. Yeah, what I, I do to I you again? I don't know what I do, so you good. <laughs> <laughs> to you this day. Yo, Jeffrey, you need some money? <laughs> you good? You sure? I think I'm going to suck uh, Tyson Fury's dick. I don't want to get fucked up again. I think I'm going to oh, suck his dick. No. I think I'm going to suck that white penis. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay, sir. BYB, what we I mean, the way he got beat. My. Get away. The type of acid he got. Yeah. That might be on the. Yeah. 
might be on the platform. He might have to consider it because that nigga got spanked, boy. And he tickled you with his tongue. Yo, from that angle, so I was like, damn, so yeah. he beat you so bad, it takes your blood to make sure yo, you're good. But could you imagine if if he, yo, what do you do after a nigga beat your ass like that and then decide to lick you yo, and walk off, bro? Bro. You're his bitch for I'm, the rest of your it, life, bro. bro. I might have to go have dinners at his house on Sundays, son. <laughs> Just because. Yo. At that point, we're close. We're very close. Listen, that's how he built his own brand. <laughs> B-Y-B-Y-M-E. Uh, all right. <laughs> um, the boys are, are, are part of a brand now called BYB Live. Um, and it's basically about building your own business, building your own brand. They are having a conference, Memorial Day weekend. This is their third one. They always oh, nice. have amazing, amazing keynote speakers. I'm going to somebody water. Can't wait. Like this. They have amazing, uh, like... Com- like they, it's a conference style event, so they have amazing panels. Hold on, panelists. Son, let, let's bring that shit back. Dad hats and bow ties is officially a part of BYB BYOB Live. It took yes. three years. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> like <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. that's a major move. It is a major thing. A lot of people. I've been I've been telling y'all about it. Um, we are we're gonna start telling more people, but this is our official. Uh, first time saying it on on air, but um, yeah, we're gonna be in Miami Memorial Day weekend. If you have a brand or a business and you are interested in learning the tricks of the trade or online digital marketing, how to get your numbers up, how to just be a better brand, this conference is a hundred and a thousand percent for you. Make Big sure facts. you hit one of us up and try and get the information for it. Um, and if you Go through us. We actually have a code that'll give you 20% off of your ticket. Big so, money. And right now, the tickets are cheaper. Um, if, you got, if you're getting paid tomorrow and you're interested in going, I think they're 50% off right now. They go up in March. So to yeah, avoid I that. I got saw that email yesterday. Yeah, avoid that. Avoid that happening. Uh, make sure you get your ticket. But to get the 50% off and then 20% off that, holler at the boys. Listen, all I got to say is a shout out to the good people at BYOB for recognizing the talent and not just looking and, and, and overpassing us like we was, you know, just some kids on a block um, out here not trying to put in this work. We've been doing it since day one, even before we even did the podcast. Um, so shout out to them for recognizing the talent and actually not us reaching out to them, them reaching out to us saying we see potential. We want to actually see this um, um, long term. So let's give you guys an opportunity. So this is our opportunity. To uh, really show them what we're really made of, so uh, I can't wait. Uh, so again, big shout out to BYOB and you know the whole entire Live Society. Uh, this conference is definitely going to be not just life changing, but brand changing for Dad Hats and Bow Ties and in the world of podcasting moving forward. You heard it here first, motherfuckers. Big facts. Yeah, man, we want y'all. Yeah. We want y'all. Uh, we want to build a coalition and bring y'all niggas out there it's with be us. Wild. Trying to shit. If we could get like twenty people together with us we might just do some wild shit out there but yeah get your tickets all right Lit. harvey weinstein was indicted ah <sighs> boy Fucking five awesome. years i don't know son i don't know the dollar system is real wild bro i, I called don't it know. though son how much what? did i say i said he was gonna only get like five you years. definitely called that bro nah, he son. still has other cases pending uh, he's getting more than five years for uh, sure for certain i don't know and who said he could get in five years? I think that's the minimum. 
No, that that's that that that's what I was. Well, that's what according to Angeli and according to TMZ, it's like Harvey Weinstein was. Um, they said the charges that was presented out of the five charges, two of them, oh, yeah, two of them went through. Yeah, two of them went through, and then um, he got third degree rape and I think second degree or some shit like that, sexual harassment. As soon as he was sentenced, they said five years. I think the next day or the same day, he said, "I'm not feeling good," and he was admitted to Bellevue Hospital. Oh, I didn't hear if they gave him the years or not. I heard that he was facing the minimum of of five to twenty five years. Yeah, well, according to TMZ, five years. I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is this is bullshit, bro. But this is our system. He does bro. have other cases though. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah, does yeah, have other yeah, cases. Yeah, he's so gonna we'll get see. more than five years, but I I can't necessarily I mean, it is bullshit in the scope of how many I personally feel like in the scope of how many years, but what I've been reading up on and learning is if this is considered your technic technically your first offense. The law typically will give you the lower end of the spectrum, regardless of who you are. I mean, at the end of the day, he's white and rich. So, well, that's why I said, regardless of who you are, they typically go. I mean, we know that there's exceptions to that, but they typically will give you the lower end if it's your first offense. However, the next time you're indicted, you're most likely going to get. They're not going to give you. Then, if he gets indicted in California, which is where his next child mm. trial is, they're not going to give him five years. Mm. So it'll be mm. five years plus. Probably seven to ten. Right. Did we? uh, Did you guys hear about the? uh, I think it happened last year. School driver who made an illegal turn on one of these uh, interstate highways, and he ended up killing. uh, Mad kids got injured. Uh, The school driver actually made it out of that, but um, he just got sentenced today. Twenty fucking years. I mean, for how many uh, kids he got passed? um, one one kid and one teacher. the The child was eight, and the teacher was fifty one. Mm-hmm. Um, the bus driver is seventy nine. He got hit with ten years today for the wow. crime that he did. Like, I was like, God, damn. that was his first offense. So, what was it? Negligence? Uh, yeah, because he um, so he made an, an illegal U turn on the highway, mm-hmm. and then he got clipped by a tractor trailer that was just the tractor trailer couldn't stop. I think he pulled the horn, but it was too late. Clipped the whole bus. Ten years that's is probably like ten years is probably is the lower end of it though. I was like, yeah, probably. that's twenty five. Yeah, I mean, I like, I, well, yeah, no, I want to. If I'm correct, I want to say negligence is somewhere between fifth around fifteen negligent homicide. Mm. I don't. D, do you know? I'm not too sure what the official sentencing is for. I, know, I feel homicide, like fifteen is is in there though. But it gets classed, I think, as like second degree manslaughter. I don't know why he thought that was on a highway, son. God damn. I mean, son. there was just one the other day. Wow. Tiff was telling me about the dude that knocked down the ten year old in East New York. Oh yeah, bus I, driver, I definitely yeah. heard about that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like a case like that. Even though there probably is a there's things that go into Harvey getting the lower end. I'm sure. Right. I'm not I'm not saying that. That's not part of it. But um. In that particular type of case, I feel like the the difference is that U turn is hard to fight against. There's no, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you can, really, you can't predict it. It's illegal, which makes it bad. But but, but the, in the eyes of the law, that's you already you already you already indicted. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like once you make the U turn, you're indicted. You're indicted. For sure. What what people are saying is the win in the Harvey case, which I didn't know, um, was for the. For women in general, the Me Too movement and all all of the things associated, mm-hmm. they're saying the win here is the women that are accusing Harvey, some of them went on to still be friendly with him and or have sex with him after the rapes. Wait, what? Interesting. 
Some of them. Some of them. I that's what makes that's what makes it hard because then it starts to feel like it's a scam. So that's why. Well, that's why they're saying that in this particular instance, this is a win because, like you said, um, unfortunately, a lot of women will end up in certain situations, and it'll be something similar to that. And the law itself, or to not even the law, but to get. 12 jurors to believe that this person did that and you stayed cool or whatever, I can see that being hard. Yeah, it's, mm. it's hard to convince. It's hard, but unfortunately, that is the reality for a lot of women is yeah. that either one, they, they end up befriending the person that abused them or they were friends with the person that abused them and they don't want to believe that that was abuse that happened. That's a... Uh... I don't want to say too much. I don't want to see insensitive, but it's it's a hard, it's a very gray area to me because I feel like at one end of the spectrum, it could be the wildest thing we could hope it could be where this is wrong in all levels of the playing field. And on one side of the spectrum, a lot of these women, quote unquote, might have put themselves in these predicaments where no, no one puts themselves wrong. in a... Well, no one a, puts themselves in an unfortunate situation, yeah, but no at the same time... no one puts themselves in a, in a situation to get raped. What... I guess what I would say is I think I understand your your point to some extent, but I'm thinking more so of the situations where let's say it's you and your homeboy. Mm-hmm. You've known your homeboy. Let's say you've known him all through high school. Mm-hmm. After high school, y'all graduate. It's the summer. He's like, yo, let's chill. Yeah. All right, cool. And this typically, these situations a lot of times happen in more rural areas where they do like the drive up in parks mm. and they go to the park and they park the car. He, y'all go, you decide to go on a date with him. Drive up, you park the car, y'all talking. He starts getting super physical. You tell him no. He still doing what he's doing. He overpowers you. Y'all have sex. The next day, a lot of young women will sit there and be like, did that just happen? That's been my homeboy for four years. Did I do something wrong or did I do something to lead him on? They'll have those thoughts. But in actuality, they just got raped. But for them, that's a hard thing to come to. Like, it's it's similar to the conversation we was having about the Nikki thing, although Nikki's a whole nother situation. But it's a similar thing in that instance where it's kind of like, did that really happen with my homeboy? Like, oh, am I going to press charges? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? Maybe it was just a misunderstanding. I'm not gonna. I think also travel into that, and I think I, I see what what the issue could be. I think a lot of times we have this perception that rape has to be the further end of the spectrum of what we consider rape to be. Mm-hmm. I think we don't have a broad understanding of that rape has a, a kind of like a measure, like a slideable measure spectrum. There's uh, definitely sexual harassment to rape. And there's yeah. a a middle ground. I mean, I I mean, in that scenario though, that's clearly rape. Like it may yeah, not be like he beat the shit out of that's her. That's I think the difference is a lot of people don't think about rape like that though. A that's, lot of people, I think we're a bit more sensitive to it because we're we're a bit more knowledgeable of it. But a lot of people don't think that rape in a situation where you overpowered her and then y'all had sex. The sex happened. 
I mean, if she's saying no, that's kind of hard for me that is to believe true, that. But someone... that's that's you with your knowledge. A I lot of dudes if, aren't if, aware bro, of that. Though, if bro. someone's force feeding you food, and you're like, no, I don't want it. Yeah, but at they the same force time, it in your mouth. If, if someone comes in there like, yo, eat this chicken, and I'm like, nah, nah, yo, I don't want the mouth? chicken. And then they come and be like, and then when they put the chicken to my mouth, I still, <laughs> all right, my nigga, I don't want no more. Like, you still forced me to eat it, and I ate it to not let you continue forcing me to do it. But for a lot but of people... You so you think that that person is going to walk away thinking that they, they did a good deed? A lot of people might not think that they did something that wild. Versus for you beating the shit out of I me that that's and the shoving the chicken in my mouth. Now I'm choking on the chicken and you're like, you're going to swallow this chicken tonight. No, damn, that's a different damn, thing. Damn. It's different. I just don't think in either one of those scenarios, though, you don't think that... I, that you did something wrong. I think there are scenarios where people do go into it and things happen in a way that one party ends up uncomfortable and it's like, oh shit, I really didn't know that you felt that way. I think that happens too. I don't think that that's the scenario though. If I'm telling you no and you still, and you, you have to forcibly do something to me and I'm saying no to you, but you overpower me, you're pinning me down and now you're, you're, having sex with me you're not punching you didn't punch me you didn't have to punch me in the face i i willingly said at, at some point like yo this nigga is on top of me i can't move but i'm saying no and he's still deciding to put his dick in me and thrust nah you have to know you have to walk away from that knowing you raped that girl like i i don't i'm i'm not giving niggas if niggas is bad dumb then we no, need to I'm be eradicated giving, bro I'm like giving honestly, niggas the benefit of the doubt i'm, I'm not hey, i'm not giving no nigga no pass on that i can give a nigga a pass on a slight pass on, like, yo, she, we were flirting the whole night. We got to a certain point, and in the middle of sex, she's like, no. And then I'm, I didn't hear it the way I, she, she thought she said it. I thought she was, you know how that game goes sometimes. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, she was like, yo, I really meant it. No, I know we started up, blah blah blah. But that, and that could be an uncomfortable situation where. Maybe a girl feels like, yo, that was was not what was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. I could see that and be like, damn, that that lies in an area where it's like there's certain things we need to all talk about as a unit. If, if I'm forcing myself on somebody and they're pulling, doing a whole bunch of things and then I just overpower them and now they just like, fuck it, I can't do nothing. I can't give no nigga a pass on that, bro. I'm not giving them a pass. I'm just saying a lot of niggas at that point, once that person resists, stops resisting, they feel like it's fair game at that point. We can't we can't just go and think. We we also have to look at it from the other side of the spectrum. Where I it's am, like, but bro, think about it, bro. bro I'm not if, saying it's not wrong. I'm just saying that you can't you can't just think of it from your point of view. You have to also I, look I at it from you, the other but side. But what point of view, I guess I'm asking you is what point of view could someone do that and not feel like they're doing something Sick wrong? Sick niggas, bro. That's that, you gotta you gotta clarify that that this yeah never, they gotta be sick. That's what that's my point, bro. You have I, to have a problem. You're, yeah, you're there's a lot of dudes <laughs> out there with power complexes. We know that for a fact. Oh, a hundred percent. But that's why these niggas need to go to jail. If you that's a fact. <laughs> I'm I, just saying that it's a slidable thing. People don't know that from that side of it to the far end where it's abusive and straight just straight walling on someone it's the same thing i think a lot of people don't have that full understanding 
I think people have that understanding. I think your your point, which I would agree with more, is that there's people with power complexes that can't can't accept rejection, can't accept the word I, no. I mean, bro, even even when we talk to some of the young adults, bro, even even coming up, like we're always thought maybe maybe you weren't thought that way, but for me, a lot of times you you play that fine line. If she said no, she really mean yes. Like you played that fine line. You have to use your better judgment to know, like, okay, I'm obviously forcing myself on this person at this point. But that's my point. I'm that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you get to a point where you are in a forcible tug of war situation with somebody. Yeah. If you're continuing to do that and you see that this person is clearly not with it and uncomfortable, I'm not giving you a pass for that. I can understand the no, and and it, it she's still playing with you, still doing things to you, you still doing things to her. She's saying no, but she's spreading it open like the fucking <laughs> Golden Gate Golden Bridge. Gate Bridge. I get Boy. that, but I'm 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 not I'm not accounting for that. I'm Agreed. accounting for like the scenario I said where y'all but, y'all pull up. It was a date initially, and now you're getting forcible. Not every date means sex. Not every. Well, what date- if it's a and this might be a great example. I, 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 I'm a lot of a lot of people might watch this in Thirteen Reasons Why. What do we? How do you work in the Bryce which scenario situation? though? Bryce. I mean, but which one? Because all of them, my nigga, all of them were kind of oh, in the same boat. Nah, all of those was I feel like fucked up situations. I didn't see not one situation where I agreed with him. But do you see how it could get misconstrued from his point of view, or why? Not at all. No, like, what he was doing was wrong, obviously. I but can't how see how he felt remorse in the end, realize in his mindset, not fully coming to terms with that, and then finally realizing that yo, I was actually wilding. I was really out here doing some wild shit that I shouldn't have been doing. I can't see that honestly. Um, I I I get the humanization that they did of that character, but I just think that they did that to have another season honestly no nah, but i think a lot I think of dudes there are go people that, are, that are, are so are used like to that but i yes. think they have a problem though and he they obviously do. had a problem yeah he did so I, that's what i'm saying i'm not giving them a pass i'm not saying that oh i can you know see how you got in that boat no in each one of those situations with bryce he was wilding the fuck out he just may not have known it which is a problem he should have known that who is there to teach him that though that i don't Bro, we getting into a we're weird getting into ter- a touch. It's, it's a great territory. You but don't it's, have it's to teach psychology. nobody. Like you don't have to teach nobody. Certain not things to, you have to, bro. We you can't, have to we teach somebody assume. not to force themselves on someone, bro. Obviously, bro. No, that's not obvious. You're talking about people who have a problem. They have a problem. If, if if they have if a problem, I'm telling they don't you know, know what the problem is. Then how, what are we saying? You have to know that that's a problem. How do you have to know if they how obviously do you not don't know that forcing yourself? They don't obviously, bro. Did did you ever have a problem? I with, also have more common sense than the other niggas who's doing no, it. No, I think you're giving a little bit more of a pass. I'm not giving by, a pass. You, you I'm are just saying. by saying that they don't. They they didn't know. There are people. It's not that they don't know right from wrong. They do. Of course they do. And he did know what he was doing was wrong. He just justified it for himself at that moment in time in the show. And this is a show, so I'm oh, not yeah, really show, basing yeah, so it not, off the show. But yes, thing. you have people who justify their actions, but you... I'm sorry, bro. If I go over to Distinguish right now and forcibly start choking him, mm-hmm. and he's telling me, no, chill out, stop, <clears throat> and he dies, 
No one should have taught me not to choke him from when he's telling me no. I should just know to stop. Mm. That that shouldn't be taught. That's not a teachable thing. So again, you change it and you put a situation where a girl is telling you no, stop. You may sit there and in your mind be like, damn, we was just cool a moment ago. This was cool a moment ago. But I, right, if she's uncomfortable, she's uncomfortable. I think part of what's what's in play here is men have this idea that they have some entitlement to sex whenever they're in a intimate situation with a, a girl. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the issue. But I don't think that I don't I don't I'm not gonna agree with they they need to be taught better in terms of not forcing yourself on on somebody. I think those particular individuals need some level of insight. What they're doing is wrong regardless, but for whatever reason, their level of entitlement is a little bit more extreme it, than the it average is. individual. It is, but that's because of psychological shit that they need help with. I don't think it's because someone needs to teach them per se. I feel like most of the time, these people know that they're doing something wrong. It's just, like you said, there's a power dynamic there. That That's an issue. Um, and nine times out of ten, that's associated with narcissism. And other things, but yeah, I think there's a there's a there's a flexible situation that comes from both of it. Because for me personally, I would teach my son that yo, if you're ever in a situation and shorty tells you to stop, stop. Absolutely. Don't don't go any further. Don't push it, even if you think she's joking. Just stop. Nah, that's it. And let it rock. (laughs) It's over at that point. Because that's how you do end up in these predicaments where it's like, but I thought she was just playing. And now you got to rape. Even it might not even be as severe as that, but that's how you do end up in these touchy situations. Listen, listen, fellas, it's real simple. Young lady tells you to stop, tells you no, tells you that ain't it. Calmly gather your things and bounce, <laughs> and my guy. Get the fuck up out of there. Bounce that, out of there like a '64 Chevy. Apologize my guy. for whatever it is that you may have or or feel like you may not have done, and just dip. It's, it's that Facts. I'm out of there, boy. Faster <laughs> um, than you can say. By the time you say D, but I was, I'm out of there, nope. boy. I'm, I'm, I got a text. Get a text. I was only playing. No, nope. we don't play those type of games over and here. If you, really, if you really want to go for the goal, there's an app that's a consent form, and you can send out. <laughs> I mean, I send us, <laughs> you're like, hey, you can so send the shit. You cool with this? Because I ain't got time Listen, for the There's an app. There's li- literally an app, and you can send a consent form for sex. And wow. and you can and someone that. can check it. I don't know. I don't. I didn't know that's where we was at. But uh, yeah. Well, listen, technology is giving for the us events the that I got going on. Yeah, I definitely got to have those. You might have to start doing some but, NDAs yeah. moving forward, bro. I was told. I was told that already. I, I was. Told, I mean, celebrities do yeah. that shit all I was, the time. I was told that actually from the first ready whip. From the first. Nah, it has to get done, bro. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the first one. No, no. Fun I mean, listen. At here. the end of the day, with <laughs> with rich and powerful people. Excluding Harvey Weinstein, and this is why these cases always become such a up and down situation. Is sometimes you do have to question uh, motives, whether it's a man or a woman. Yeah. In, in when a person is rich and powerful, because there are people that, unfortunately, but I just think is a very, very, very small, minute amount of people, and they oftentimes don't get you know, that much shine when this shit happens. But there are people out there that will look at someone and make them a target. We know that. Ooh. Like, that's 
We're not going to act like that doesn't happen. There's people that say, oh, $10 million, all right, I'm going to drug him up. I'm going to get him to the room. I'm going to say we had sex, um, and I'm going to say he raped me. And then I'm going to hit him with a, a lawsuit and be like, yo, pay me this bread, or I'm going public and, and telling the world Facts. that. And We're not saying that there ain't the scammers out there. There are definitely the scammers out there who are scamming and plotting. But I just feel like know. people use those small case, small times that that happened to try and discredit a bunch of people that I don't think are lying about that. So I do feel like this is a win for, for women, especially for rape cases, because rape is not as black and white as maybe some of us want it to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think... I think it makes men uncomfortable, and I think because of that, men want it to be this situation where the men that are considered rapists are so far removed from them that it's very easy for them to say, no, that nigga's a rapist, I'm not a rapist. But the actual reality is is that it's a mixed bag. <laughs> I think it's a mixed bag, and I, I said it from the jump, I think a big part of it is that through media, when we think of rape, we think of the farthest end of what rape is. We're thinking I, I this agree. person beat the shit out of you. They explicitly forced themselves on you. They did some wild shit. You fought your best. You fought the best battle you could fought, and they knocked you unconscious and just did whatever they want to do with your body. Even for me, when I was growing up, until more in my later years, like in that last, I would say, eight, seven to ten years, that I've fully gotten the spectrum that, oh, it could be the smaller part of this, too. Like, they don't have to wild out as yeah, long as this the, person forced the beauty their will. SUV. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like watching these different things and just seeing that it could be even the, 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 SUV. More, the more minute things that we overlook. Shout out to them weekend marathons. So a lot, I think a lot of men don't know that. A lot of men think of rape and they think of, well, I, I didn't beat her up. I didn't do nothing crazy to her. I saw her this morning. She was good. Like, a lot of men think of things that way. They don't think of it like, Oh, I made this person feel uncomfortable last night. I sh- they told me to stop, and I still didn't. You feel me? Even though they might have gotten quiet and just let you do what you do, there's still you still did something wrong. That's why I said what I said earlier. A lot of men don't fully conceptualize that. No, I could agree with that point. I think that there, I, like I said, I think that there are some scenarios where that can come into play often. I'm just saying for that particular one that I was saying, I don't really see wiggle room there. I do see, I do agree. I do think that there are, are a lot of dudes out there, like you said, when, to, like, and that's why I said what I said. In order to kind of justify and, and remove themselves from ever being in a space where they could have made a young girl uncomfortable or sexually harassed a girl or whatever, the rape is, yeah, you fucking rock bottomed her from the entire from the, the second story, story of, the, of the, the state empire state building <laughs> and you you wild her out and then you did all of that but Facts. that's just like you said an extreme that's actually the extreme the extra that's what i said we, but we moved to the extreme far there it's a spectrum and there's a spectrum that we all have to be cautious of and i think that the other thing that needs to be said is is if you wouldn't want it done to you then you're probably getting into a realm of maybe you should stop like yeah. if 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 you could think of a girl and and she was wild, but and that that's the tricky part too for men though because society has made us 
or main men in general just think of sex as this thing that you should not deny no way shape form if it's thrown at you in any way you gotta catch it so men don't even unfortunately uh, empathize with the idea of like if someone's saying no they're not in the mood or no they don't want it I could only imagine, bro, like if you if a chick comes to try to fuck you and you not in no way, shape, or form attracted to her, you don't fuck with her like that. You might have met her. You might be casual with her. She Mike Tyson's daughter. She, she Mike Tyson's daughter. <laughs> so he's trying to he's trying to get somebody he's trying to, to marry. Get some, and and Cheryl pulls up to him and be like, hey. And what's beats up? the shit out of you. Slaps no, not the even shit. beats the no, shit. No, 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 no. She don't do that. She but she overpowers rub- you though. Yeah, she she starts rubbing up on you, start grabbing your shit, and you're like, yo. Like, I know we cool and all, but you need to fall back a little bit. And she's like, nah, you finna fuck me tonight. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to do that tonight. And then she starts feeling on my shit, pulls my dick out, starts sucking it. Now I'm looking at her like, yo, what the fuck is you doing? But you're in a vulnerable <laughs> position. You, you yank too hard. She might bite my dick off. What do I do oh, now? she got a, a, a knife and she's a playing knife, with it. Don't got to put- be at your neck. But she, she just sitting there like... <laughs> Twindling that shit on the side, and you're just like, my dick in her mouth, and she got a knife. What do I do? I might as well just bust this nut. And then the next day, she's and like, I'm sorry. I'm I was, sorry. I was, I was on, on Percocet. Percocet. Now you're looking at her like, yo, to be honest with you, Cheryl, they appreciate that shit. Don't do that shit to me again. And she's just like, but you liked it, though. Now, now I might have nightmares. I don't know. Yeah, what do I do? And you tell them, no, I didn't like it. But she's like, but you busting my mouth and all that, all da, 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 that da. shit. That's what, and unfortunately, that's what niggas be saying. <laughs> no, though. Oh, but you was wet. That's the body's response. That's the body's <laughs> natural. I know it's funny about it. Say, imagine you walk into the, the police station. You're just like, I think I was raped last night. And like, what happened? Some chick pulled my dick on, just start sucking it. Like I didn't want her to do that. They might look at you and be like, and. Well, that's that's the problem with the police force. That's definitely. <laughs> The, that's definitely the one thing that I would say about rape cases with men that's uh, a little disproportionate is definitely you walk into a police station and say you were raped by a woman. There's evidence that says that a lot of police stations won't take you that seriously. So, but uh, no comment. I write poems on these things. <laughs> Catherine Johnson passed away. <clears throat> um, she was the lady that Hidden Figures was made around i'm yep. just glad that we got to see that movie before she passed because it really highlighted her in an amazing fashion so that's great so um meek mill rest in peace though talking about movies meek mill is is going to be in a movie um what about riding about? bikes okay and then he put up a post the other day saying how um he got arrested for riding bikes but now he's in a movie about riding bikes basically the it's about a kid in the inner inner city and biking is like the glory of the town and they want to get into biking but in order to get into biking the kid would have to join a gang instead of joining a gang meek mill is like this mechanic and he's a good biker himself so the kid is torn between you know going under the tutelage of meek and joining the gang it looks lit though i definitely want to see it shout out to Uh, meek mill acting debut tauruses nigga we out here let's get this money meek he said also that Whack music will perish this year. Do y'all believe that? Yeah, uh, I was listening to a music. Oh, no. I was I was listening to an interview today with uh, Royce the Five Nine, and he was talking about Slaughterhouse, uh, Joe Budden. Definitely a interview to be listened to. Um, was talking about his relationship with Eminem, and 
basically Royce, when they started talking about his music, Royce was like, Charlemagne said, do you feel like this is the year where lyrics is coming back? He was like, yeah. All that other shit is going to be irrelevant. So I'm in agreement. All that other quote-unquote whack shit, all that, all that shit we thought was going to be here. Like, I feel like, going back to what we were talking about earlier with the whole um, uh, culturally uh, fluidity and all of that in terms of, like, everything. Like, I'm listening, I'm listening to Roddy Rich, and I'm, I'm about to be 30. But I fuck with some of his music. I fuck with some of Pop Smoke, even though there's a age gap there I'm, I'm like yo good music is good music I fuck with the shit at the at, at the certain songs are just time yes yeah, so a certain song just like and these shit's gonna bump in the whip you know I'll bump them shits on the way to the podcast but in terms of some of the music though that some of these artists are putting out to me it's trash and this year yeah it's gonna perish I mean well let's look at who is probably slated to drop this year we got Rihanna yeah we got Drake yeah Drake's dropping another album Drake's been in album mode since he says since Scorpion? Like June. Oh. Yeah, he's Scorpion been. Scorpion came out. In 2018. 2018. 20, it was 2018? Yes. Yeah, June 29, Damn, 2018. So you got Drake, Big Sean. Oh, shit. Is definitely dropping this year. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Janae Aiko is dropping next week. A lot week. of the veterans are dropping this oh, year, I guess. Next week. Um, who else you got? Oh, that... Jay J- Electronica is dropping in March. Jay yeah. Electronica is supposed to be I coming out. I can't wait for this, bro. And we... that's supposed to have a lot of Jay, Jay uh, Z features yeah. on it. This shit better be that shit better be fire. Um the weekend is dropping this year. Yep, the tour, the tour got announced the other day. Yep. Um Party Next Door is supposed to be dropping Whoa. this Friday. Oh mm. shit. So, oh, tomorrow. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Oh shit. So Music. I mean, just from that, just from that, I could say that Music. we're probably looking at a powerful yeah, Kendrick gotta be dropping this Kendrick year. Kendrick should be Kendrick, dropping yeah, because yeah, Kendrick Kend- dropped I, I read an article. 2018 too. Kendrick said he's going into rock. Interesting. Yeah, I, I read the article. He, he went to rock nation. Yeah. No, he he wants he wants a rock sound for his next album. Oh, he's doing like rock. He's like doing actual yeah, rock. He, he's doing rock like he's gonna rock put. Rock he's probably talking about old black rock though. Yeah, he's probably talking like R and B. Nigga, I don't know. I like just want to. As long as long as it's like Chuck good. Berry rock. As long as it's good, I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah. I would say J Cole too. J Cole been dropping some slappers. He was supposed to drop his album last year. He never did. Yeah, they did the Dreamer Dreamville joint. Yeah, but it's not him though. He never dropped the project. Yeah, he had T something about. Yeah, like he dropped singles, but he never dropped his project itself so, in 2019. I could see him dropping. J. Cole this year. got nicer. J. Cole could last drop. Year. Yeah. Damn, he's been doing a lot of features. Yeah, too, his features so. been he's been killing these features. So I could see him getting ready to keep himself relevant. And drop. I think her is is due for a debut album. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's been dragging. Um, it. I could see Scissor dropping this year. I don't know. She had a great 2019. They might nah, she, SZA hasn't been back in a minute, bro. Her SZA? album came out 2017. Her album Damn. came out 2017? Mm-hmm. That's when her album came out? Control. That was 2017? 2017. Wow. Latest no is 2018. Definitely wasn't 2019, though. I know, but I just said, like, in general, 2019 yeah. was a good year for her. Yeah. Um, she got all her awards and everything in 2019. Who else I see? I can see it being a good year for music. So yeah, I see a lot of the established artists dropping this year. Yeah, yeah I think that's going to be the difference. And, and Meek's project is definitely in another space. So we know that with the Believe record. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we know he's he's going to drop some shit. I can see him dropping the album later this year. We know Rihanna when she dropped is going to be. Yeah, Rihanna's going to shut it down. Yeah. I think she's going to shut it down for sure. I could also see Beyonce dropping. I was just saying, like Beyonce she hasn't dropped time. anything in a she while. She dropped her album in 2016. I was like, Beyonce definitely going to drop a project. I definitely could see. Fuck that. the whole shit up again. Yeah, I, I could see, see her Beyonce fucking the ecosystem up. I could see I could see her dropping a single this summer. 
and then seeing where it goes from there. She might just drop it. What's his name? It. Just dropped a new single on the radio. Who? Uh, Bunna Boy. Burner Boy? Yeah, Burner Boy just dropped He it. might drop an album, too. His he, album he, came out two years ago. He's dropping slappers, boy. I'm like, he's niggas. Boy's getting ready for the, the summer. One of the biggest artists out of Africa. Yeah, they're getting ready for the summer. Young M.A. says that music isn't the same because good R&B doesn't exist. Uh, I don't, know. I don't, I don't think know. it's ever going to exist no more rhythmically. We're just not in that place R- right R- R- R&B is over, bro. I feel I don't like think it's over. I, I don't, feel like R and B has made a, a resurgence in the last couple of years. Who? I just think Who? the sound isn't. We 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 speak from a producer standpoint. It's not rhythmically pleasing for the up and coming artists. Right. I was about now. to say R and B. When I think of R and B, I think of slower. Records. I mean, Tank just dropped the R and B project. Oh, you got Tank, the only one. You got Lucky Day. Lucky Day's project is definitely R and B. Daniel Caesar. You got um, Pink Sweats. There's a lot of R&B good artists out there. It's like niche. It's turned into a niche. Yeah, it's like their own click-ish, their small little fan base. We're not talking about selling out arenas. To me, R&B right now is is big. Daniel Caesar is huge. Daniel Caesar is huge. He has a fan base. Her is huge. Her is huge, but her does more alternative R&B than just like I wouldn't say that. I would say her later stuff is becoming a little bit more pop, but she, she... Popped as a R&B. You got Snow Allegra. There's a lot of good R&B out there. I mean, you got Black. Black, I would say, is more between R&B and rap and pop, but he considers himself R&B I and a lot of songs. I think right now the future R&B is that route Summer Walker is going, where it's like down tempo, S- yeah, summer, okay. but it's rhythmic enough that you can still bop to summer it. Summer Walker, okay. I think the sound may not be jagged edge right now but i think r&b is alive kicking and and yeah, well i mean chris brown's album is still kind of hardcore r&b yeah, he's a i mean it's, it's, it's pop like it's, like no guidance is an r&b track it is it is when you really it's slow it's, it. i was listening to it today i was like i just it, think nah it has a know, pop feel to it you know what the, the problem he's, is he's singing on it the what the you problem know, is what you see right, that's a that's more rappy pop but the the beat itself is that, yeah, that's, it's that's like a R&B neo R and B. That's R- to me. I think what we're what we're. I think it's the same issue with hip hop. That sound, the sound character, the traits, the rhythmic patterns, is just not conducive to what we like. We we like to hear right now. Tempo wise, driven like I mean, I love things. I love the new R and B. I love personally. I like it. It fits. It works for this era. Yeah, you feel me? It serves its purpose. It's blendable, and I think that's the same thing. If you compare R and B from the '90s with hip hop from the '90s, it was blendable. You feel me? Like the, the, we're not using the same sound characters anymore. They're not. They're not the same anymore. No. So I think what people will be like, oh, R and B is dead. It's not dead. It's just reborn and reshaped into a modern sound. That's just the reality of it. We're not using big drums and. Synthesizers, yeah, that's and all what that I'm saying. Anymore. It's not jagged edge sounding anymore, yeah. or 112, but no, it's definitely alive and kicking. And yeah, it's I just don't, reborn in its own way. I just think, yeah. Um, so back to our her versus scissor situation. Uh huh. So on my poll, 71% of the people knew her over scissor. The it, is it simply because her is more relevant right now? If you ask me, I think that part of the reason for it. So, from what I was seeing, I most, definitely saw that poll. Like, this nigga did not let it go. Most of the people, we said we was coming back. I, I asked you, a few people. We as didn't well. say shit. Y'all I, said I, that. I shit. asked a few people. You did. What, nigga, what are you talking? 
talking about. You was the that one that let's do it. We could do that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do a poll. You uh, said that. For what it's that. worth, I asked. Okay. I asked. Go back few, to the episode. <laughs> I asked a few different people. The majority of the women I asked were listening to her right now because mm-hmm. she's just relevant right now. She has wow. records on the radio right now. You feel me? A lot of the niggas I know, producer friends, niggas, engineers, and shit like that, they know SZA simply because her name is just a bit more recognizable to them. When you say SZA's name, they know automatically who SZA is. Who SZA is. Well, for, I had like 24 people or something like that on my poll. 17, I think, went for her and like four went for SZA. The difference was, or it was 10, 14, something like that. Um, the difference was um, that I at least could see is it was an age gap. It seemed like people are aging up would say that they knew SZA. Mm-hmm. People younger... Her, her was the her was more was, relevant. Was there was like some people our age, but there was a large amount of people who were like twenty one through twenty five that were mm. saying her. But that was my point from last week. Is I think that the label has done. Maybe I said it wrong last week, but I think the label has done a way better job making her more of a commercialized figure, where you're seeing her way more than you see SZA. So if they were to do a Rolling Stone cover as they did, um, I'm just surprised that they wouldn't put her to represent R&B over SZA. And also, too, I think SZA, even though, and I think one of my biggest things. SZA has more of a fan base. She does. She has more numbers. In general, across all platforms. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why. She's also been out longer, though. That's the next thing, too. She's been out longer. And she was popping before. I think her is just on a real come up now. I think the label kind of, the label is just deciding to pump their money into her. I think SZA had her run. The labels went full body with, with SZA when, when she popped with that project. That project was everywhere. She was I think everywhere. it's SZA who doesn't want to be in the limelight. I mean, she just did an interview where she said she doesn't want to do any more photo shoots or interviews for the next for the rest of her time Career? as an artist. That's interesting. Oh, so wow. she said she's not going to do any more interviews or I don't What's be- with, I don't believe what's it. What's with artists and interviews though? I don't get it. It's all artists that are our age that are saying yeah. stuff like that. Cuz I even, think a lot of them just don't want to do the work. But even but, he, but even Floyd said it on drink. Floyd was like he don't even do it. And I was like he actually doesn't. I was looking for Floyd interviews. I'm I like, think you don't have a lot of interviews. I think when it comes to like big people like Floyd yeah. and Drake interviews are like a hot commodity you want to build up that hype of only certain platforms every couple of years being able to sit you down okay i think someone like Susan still needs to do interviews but she still needs she to probably just around. doesn't like the experience of an interview yeah, she probably i think like she it. just doesn't like i i could see where it gets tiring too, yeah bro. doing getting the same questions every, over and over and over imagine and over. an interview tour for six months and it's like you're doing two to three interviews a day and it's the same six questions Niggas every is, time. Niggas is boring you with the same shit. Now you're just sitting there like, okay. Or damn. or they're or they're going, they're trying to ask you shit you don't really want to talk about. How's your relationship with your mother? Nigga, you're not my therapist. You're not Shut my the therapist. We're, like, we're good. Yeah. We're all right right now. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Now, yeah. now, now you start to become a little bit rude. And there's days you just don't want to be bothered. Yeah. Imagine you have to get up and you already had a bad experience the night before and then you got to go and some nigga got to ask you. I get it. It's just I'm not gonna de- declare, de- you know, just throw out, the- declare that I'm never gonna it's do that shit ever again. And uh, that's just what the reality. I think a lot of artists are moving into. I just want to be an artist and I just want to perform, but 
at the end of the day, you still have, and this is why either you, you can't, I feel like there's a one or was one or the other. Either you find a way to make yourself super accessible, at least to your fans via social media, Mm -hmm. or you make yourself accessible through the interview route. Or one way or another, you got to make people you feel You just like don't could... put that shit out to the public. That Maybe that's something you say with your team. Like, yo, we got to limit this interview and photo shoot shit. I'm really not with it. And just let your team know that and y'all figure that out. It don't need to be announced to the world so that people now looking at you like you're, you're spoiled because you're an artist, you have the life, you have the money, and you don't want to sit down for a little interview. Like, that's how it comes off. Mm-hmm. We all know that there's real work. That goes into sitting down and speaking to people for an hour or two and then doing a photo shoot under hot lights, makeup, all of that. Like it, it is tiring and he, and sometimes you leave there and you feel like your body's beating up like you, yeah, like you fucking a, was on three hour work. <laughs> yeah, the Redskins or some yeah, shit I like think... that. But you seem like a spoiled ass artist when mm. you announce to the world, oh, I'm never doing it interviews and we're looking at you like nigga i'm at a nine to five typing all day i wish i could do, I wish interviews, I could do all interviews all day you know what I'm saying? But like, it gets tiring i mean i don't know i feel like it's a it's, it's the give and take you want you can't and we always say this you can't want the fame and don't want what comes with the fame yeah, yeah. you know like unfortunately in order for you to get the money and the accolades you gotta it comes with the fame and what comes with Facts. fame you gotta give niggas accessibility. Stop bitching and be an artist and get it done. You you you, you know you know you know what you signed up for. White suprem- re- supremacy receives a higher threat level than ISIS. So, just just so y'all know, what's up there? White supremacy, yeah. yeah, they got a higher threat level than ISIS. So, it, the FBI is acknowledging that white supremacy. It's been upticking since Trump has been in office. So now it's at a level now where they're. Oh, yeah. They're oh, saying. I agree with that because I I I just read that uh, a vote for I think it was what four hundred and sixty something or four hundred and ninety something uh, um, lawmakers or wh- whoever decides how the law becomes like like a federal uh, like like a federal crime. They just announced that a lynching is officially now a federal crime, and four of the people out of that entire vote voted against it and was like, that's nah. wow, that's crazy." And that's sir, that's been circulating online for the, like the last three days. Mad, even Sin was posting this shit, and I was reading it like all these years, bro. I just didn't know people voted against it. That's the four wild people. Part. I didn't even think about that. Four, four white guys voted against it. I was like, "Yo, white supremacy is real, kid. Niggas is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, one, we gotta get into God one of these days. Damn. We wanna get into this slave talk, boy. I gotta." We got to get a dive into it, but we're going to talk about it a different day. Yeah. B. Smith passed at 70. Um, R.I.P. to the queen. to the queen. I guess the controversy around her was her husband had left her um, before she passed for a young for another woman. I think it was a younger woman, too. Um, but the situation where she had Alzheimer's disease. So um, I guess it was at a point where, I get, in his mind, I'm not defending it. I don't really know. Uh, what the right answer in what's that situation name, is. What's his name did something similar and nobody really came at him. Uh, John McCain's first wife uh, had ended up in a wheelchair and uh, they was, I guess, going through whatever. And prior to her being in a wheelchair, he knew that at some point she was going to get to that stage. She left her. Mm. I mean, fighting Alzheimer's is hard, so. I mean, I'm just I saying, I, I feel like, you know, anybody that is not 
gonna be i mean my uncle got parkinson's and that's some hard shit to actually help somebody go through and deal with if you are with somebody and they have a sickness or they're unable to like really do the things that they were you know able to do you know while you guys are intact and you don't stay you never really wanted to be with that person that's my personal my personal opinion it's kind of hard it's a kind of hard thing bro a lot of people just don't sign up for that nah son I'm taking vows, marrying you under like nah. I I I, I, you, I look at it different. The only the only different. The only thing I could say is when you start talking about those diseases that attack the mind and the brain, at times it could be extremely hard on the individual that that is taking care of said person to see that person in that state every day. Yeah, and so like with Alzheimer's, um, the the part that's really hard is someone could remember you for like two seconds or, or like two minutes, and then now you're a total stranger. Total stranger, and it's not just like a, eh, I don't know who you are, and I'm willing to talk to you. It's frightening. It, it could be them scared as shit, screaming, yelling, trying to escape because this stranger is here yeah. in their mind. So I don't, I don't know if I could fault him, like. I'm not accused. I'm not recusing him from it because at the end of the day, on surface levels, it's real easy to look at him and be like, yo, that's a piece of shit move. But when you think about the details and the nuances of a disease like that, I could see him being traumatized too and acknowledging that and being like, yo, I I just can't do this anymore. I think a lot of times we look at it, and I respect what Distinguish is saying, but a lot of times if you're with an individual and that individual could no longer reciprocate, they can't meet you where you are no more, mentally, physically, you might lose attraction to that person. They're just not in the same predicament with you no more. And love is love. You're going to forever love that person. But at some point, you you still have your desires. You still have your wants. You still have your needs. At some point, you're going to start looking for it in someone else. I'm, it's just the human nature of I'm it. I'm going to stay with... We're going to play this shit back when it happened years after. I'm going to stay with my spouse. If that person ends up getting one of these diseases like Parkinson's. Yeah, God forbid. Alzheimer's. Yeah, God forbid. But if it's God's will... Me, God know me. I'm gonna stick it out. God forbid, if that disease ends up taking that person out, I'm gonna be with that person to the end. That that that's me. I'm gonna in be my mind ride I, or die. In my in mind, my I, mind would wanna, I would say that too. I would want to to do the exact same thing. I just know that there's circumstances that make those things harder. Like, yeah, I like think it makes it it makes it harder. And depending on what state of your life you're in, it would make it even more harder. Like. Because if I'm, a, let's say, and God forbid, let's say I'm a success, super successful artist at 45 and my girl comes down with some crazy thing and she don't recognize me or she can't speak to me or whatever. Like if we're still able to have some form of a connection, I feel like it's easier yeah. to be like, yo, she can't talk no more, but we got blinking, we doing this, whatever. But if it's like you don't recognize me at all. At some point, I may have to come to the conclusion of, I'm going to love you. I'm going to take care of you. But in terms of a relationship, I don't know if this is still a relationship. Yeah. I think it's, honestly, personally. I'm just saying that thought would 
would cross anybody's mind, I think. Bro, I'm telling y'all right now, if that shit happens like that, personally, if I come down with some shit and I'm inable or I'm incapable of being the the proper husband I need to be for my wife due to a mental or physical sickness, honestly, at some point, I have to let her go, bro. It's That's a good way to look selfish. at it, too, from another standpoint. It's actually selfish, bro. It's actually a very selfish thing for me to force I, her to go through this thing with me and knowing she's not happy anymore. Would I be okay? I think I would be okay with that. I mean, if I'm keeping it a stack, son... Sometimes the thought crosses my mind with me just having sickle cell. Honestly, yeah. sometimes I'll be with somebody and I'll be like, maybe they, maybe they want to be with somebody who they won't have to deal with seeing go through a sickle cell crisis yeah. or have to worry about potentially something crazy happening through sickle cell. And, you know, they're a happy, young, healthy individual. Maybe they want want to be with somebody else. Yeah. And now, maybe I need to before you go further. You're not doing this shit to me six months after I come down with the oh, disease. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You feel nah, me? Nah, I'm talking, nah, you done nah. tried for years. Yeah, yeah. And I know this is a downhill path. Nah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, don't, fu- don't fuck around. Don't, <laughs> don't play the shit Don't play shit with like, me. Yeah. 15 Two months, months into in, the like, shit. All right. I'm still <laughs> here thinking, yo, I got a chance. I got, if I pull this shit off, I'm, I'm the champ. I'm talking 10 years down the yeah. road. We don't try everything we I'm can try. I'm drooling at you. I'm drooling. But that's what I mean, though. I mean, exhausting all of your options and your resources. Because what you just said kind of like almost had a nigga in like, in like a mid-tier jerker. But I never forget that week when you was in the hospital, bro. Nigga, I was there every fucking day. I was like, yeah. fuck that. Nah, I was yeah. like, I was like, if my nigga, God forbid, gonna go, nigga, I'm gonna be right here every day. Mm. And I was supposed to go on vacation that week with... My girl at the time, I was like, nah, we're not going. Right, I wasn't going nowhere. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm not going. It looked bad for a moment, but I wasn't going nowhere. I was like, <laughs> I, mean, I was like, I ain't going nowhere. Like I said, it's different, bro. But yeah, but some, you, sometimes I think you, about stuff like that. And I'm like, you just know in moments like what he was in, and you know, R.I.P. Siddiqui, you see who's really here versus who might not be here. But you see, you know I, I mean, some niggas personally, ain't built for it. I could tolerate intermediate sickness. I'm talking. Yeah, long term is long term. Yeah, long term is different. Long term, um, long term severe Lupus, mental. You know what I mean? Or I'll even stay around for cancer. Don't I, not, cancer. I could keep cancer, it. I could it's the it's the mode. It's the things that attack the mind. Where it's like it's, it's difficult. I'm here, but you don't even know that I'm here. Like I, I know your brain is not registering me, right? Registering, because that yeah. part of your brain is gone. It's melted away. Right. It's fucking ooze. It's not even neurons or, or anything like that. Capillaries, nothing is there. It's just ooze. Or or I'm talking to you and you're like, who are you? Who are you? All right. So at that point, now I'm getting traumatized every time because we didn't had a ten year love story and now I come to see you and you're like, who? Who? Honestly, bro, no, at that you're such point, such a nice man. Like at, I don't at, know. The bro. moment you do, if if I was in that, let me not say, bro. It's hard because you never know until you're in Life that particular crazy, predicament. No, you never know. I just feel like now my mentality is I'm gonna stay with you through everything. I'm gonna rock with you for a certain time <laughs> frame. I feel like I have to. I can't sacrifice my happiness too much either, though, because that also means I'm stop. I'm not living my life either. Like no. it, there, there's a certain amount of fairness that has to come into it. You feel me? At some, you try because you're. I feel like if you're in it to win it, you're in it to win it. But at the same time, 
there comes a point in your life where you're not even living your life no more. And then how fair is that to you as a person? Yeah. And for me, these are very, very, very limited circumstances. And and again, I, I feel like I have the same mentality as distinguished. I just also can see why a person may not be able to live up to that yeah. standard. My, and like I said, it won't be no intermediate shit. You, if you're sick for a few days every once in a few, oh, yeah, nah. fuck all that shit. I'm talking. It oh, has yeah, that, to be that so makes, wild. That, that gives me a chance to be super husband. Yeah, I'm like, fucking, I'm, I would love that I'm shit. I'm going to pull you work. into the bath, yeah, caress your right hair, good. all that shit. Make you I know like when queen. you feeling good. We about to get it on, <laughs> on, boy. We about to put this work in, boy. Dwayne Wade did not put work in in that rap verse. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even listen to it. <laughs> I meant to download that shit, too, but nah, we, we good. We good off that. And now we'd like to play for you um, Usher confessing to... This confessions part three. I'm just going right, to say that. I ain't going to even do the joke. Just let's play it. I'm sitting up sick, couldn't sleep in the middle of the night. You said, babe, let me take it to the ER. I said, nah, I'm going to be all right. But the next day I found out from fucking around. The sickness I had was life. And I was fixed to keeping the decision to keep it. Knowing I had to get rid of it, rid of it, live with it. He don't know, you don't know. I had to deal with it. You thought what you put me on for part two was the real shit. <laughs> it ain't right, I ain't proud. I won't you ain't hear this shit yet? Ain't high. Oh, oh, it was yeah. you, you I was strong, that was you. What you gonna do? I would do anything. <laughs> That's it? That's all I played. That's yeah. all I needed okay. to hear. So, That's all I needed to hear. Usher is doing a Confessions part three. All right. No. <laughs> it don't sound bad. It don't sound bad. It, sounded, it sounded weird to me just oh, now. Why? But the <laughs> I need to hear the actual record. <laughs> not that shit that so, just played just now. He's coming out with an album. Okay. That's great. It's mm. been years. So that that's another person years. dropping yeah. this year. Yeah, it's been um, a few years. That's a good look. I think it might be March. I don't know. But okay. he's coming out with an album. He's doing Confessions Part 3. In the lyrics, he talks about waking up in the middle of the night, feeling sick, um, rushing to the ER, finding out his sickness was life. Now, a lot of people. <laughs> Wait, what? A lot of people interpreted it as him talking about herpes. Oh shit! But the clarification that has been put forth by Mister Jermaine Dupree, okay, is that he is talking from a female perspective about becoming pregnant and realizing that they're pregnant and the sickness quote unquote is the baby that they now Usher, nobody would have got that my nigga <laughs> I'm a poet I'm a I, w- I wouldn't have gotten that I guess Shakespeare wouldn't have gotten that <laughs> I don't know Hamlet bro. wouldn't have gotten that everybody like that nah, I should try to nah, I should try to, try to clean that shit to up that, boy to that herps facts boy if you These getting up, get up in the middle of the night and you have to go to ER for herpes my nigga <laughs> That wasn't luck. herpes, bro. Definitely, <laughs> was, definitely wasn't herpes. That bro. wasn't herpes, sir. It's way worse than herpes, bro. That's not. That's you not. have genital warts, sir. You have that, genital warts. Fuck the genital warts, my nigga. <laughs> that shit. That shit sound like syphilis, <laughs> my guy. Oh, you got. Oh boy, herpes oh. syphilitis. Fact, boy. That nigga ain't got no herpes. Gonorrheas. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. Um. You to get up after go to the ER. He got the clap. Six year old was arrested. Y'all saw that shit. Nah, yes, yes, I, I did. did. I saw it yesterday. How you feel about that? Disturbing. Yeah, that's crazy. Disturbing for man. a temper tantrum. Yeah, yeah, for a temper. Oh, like, that, yeah. that happened. A, I feel like that happened a while back. Or I this guess is a separate situation. If it did, I saw. I saw it yesterday though. Yeah, I saw one yesterday. 
It must probably it might be a separate situation because I, like, I heard six, about this a while six ago. Six-year-old girl, six, six year old the school girl. called the school cops called on her. The cops on, her, called yeah. the cops on shorty. Wasn't it the wasn't it the 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 um? There's a black girl. The um yeah, but it wasn't the the school the, the security school safety that came and locked her up or some shit like that. Nah, this was no, a police officer. It was a police officer, bro. And they handcuffed her. They cuffed her, kid. Because I think the parent or the mom was the one that was coming with the grandmother. Her or some shit. Like was that. the grandmother was complaining? Was something like shit? Some shit like that. No, this was the school. It was the, the school. teacher. Complained about a, the girl, I guess, was having. I know, but the interview came. I think the grandmother was the one who was complaining. Oh, I'm not, like, I'm not saying, sure. I it might be a separate situation, but I know something like this. I heard about something like this back in like November. Shit is wild. I didn't like it at all. I was like, this is a sending a this is sending a crazy message. I think it was a it I was mean, a minority cop that did it. I don't I don't know. It's kind of wacky to be honest. I with don't you. know, man. No six year old can make me cook and call um, unless you come in with a Sky Jackson versus shit. Bad Barbie. What's the beef? No, no. Bad Barbie just looking for attention. Bad That's Barbie the fucking is not, beef. Like, not relevant anymore, man. She got her money blew up, but she's... Sky Jackson works for Disney. Right. You got to relax. That bitch is not thinking about you. She getting uh, Disney checks, That girl, bitch. my fault. That woman, girl is, yeah. is not di- yeah. thinking about you. That young woman yeah, is out here getting these M's from this. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, Think about it. Bad, Bad Barbie, you got to... I don't know, man. You they, gotta figure can out. Can we your erase brain. her? Like, why? Did, why was she even relevant? I don't know. She on the ground being a full on black girl. Ooh, move on. All right. So I'm gonna go on a rant right now, um, because we spoke about not really. You guys, say y'all, not really in tune with with politics right now. Not as but much. I haven't been in years. So this moment is actually a very important moment. So for the listeners, I'm gonna try and break down some shit. Um, so this might take a little bit. Oh yeah, nigga, I see the list. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I didn't even read through. Nigga, it, bro. We're gonna you be here it? till midnight. Take your time. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna try and get through this quickly. <laughs> Take um, your time. I was like, this nigga brought all his thoughts. I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, so, all right. So why this is important? It's uh, there was a Democratic debate last yep. w- that just happened. Yep. Um, South Carolina is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. That they're, they're gonna get the delegates from that, and then Super Tuesday is coming up this Tuesday. So I'm going to break down all that shit, um, but let me start with the state of affairs, where we are right now. And this is mostly for the, for the listeners, but I think you guys are going to find this shit interesting too, because this kind of puts everything into perspective as to what I was saying last week. So Bernie Sanders is in the lead in the field. He has the uh-huh. most delegates. Uh-huh. He's expected to do well in Super Tuesday, mainly because he's projected to get the majority of votes from California. California has... a has 415 delegates. Sheesh. Oh, okay. That anybody could potentially get. Now, there's going to be split up amongst them, but his pull in California is so large that they're thinking he might get like 200 or more. Damn. Um, So, Super Tuesday in general, everybody is able to get somewhere between 1,300 delegates. So, on Super Tuesday, there's like 15 or something states that are all doing their delegates at the same time, and the the pie is is thirteen hundred. Uh, the establishment of the Democratic Party is fearful of a Sanders nomination because his policies are extremely to the left, according to them, and so they feel like the nation as a whole won't embrace his policies, and the Democrats are worried that if he does become nominated, that we're going to lose the election to Trump. Um. This has caused speculation that the Democratic Party is working against Bernie Sanders. And then this this week, Bernie had tweeted out that the Republican Party and the Democratic Party can't stop him. So 
we what we don't know is Bernie is an independent per he's an independent running as a Democratic nominee. There's a difference between him actually being mm. a Democrat. Um so the Democratic Party is split between left liberals who believe in socialist policies, which take the form of higher practice of higher taxes, meaning the government provides it and it's quote unquote free. And the main issue most people have with those type of policies, uh, other than high taxes, is the quality of services usually goes down and customers usually don't have an option other than the government. Um, so it's extremely hard to reverse when you have the government take over any industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, years later, you can't say, you know what, fuck, fuck it, government, never mind, let's go back to private. So one thing to think about is, like, the DMV. So the DMV is a governmental agency, and every time we go there, for the most part, it's fucking ridiculous. It's bananas in that shit. Bananas in that shit. Every DMV. So that's why most people are kind of scared if the government takes over healthcare, which is one of Bernie's, you know, main stakes. Mm -hmm. But uh, all right. So the moderates in the party pretty much believe in traditional liberal causes, such as, you know, women's rights Mm -hmm. and all those things that we hear all the time. Um, and they they normally include people who are independent and who may consider themselves Republican, but are closer to the middle. Um, and this is how the House was flipped in 2018. So in 2018, a lot of moderates took over Republican houses, and that's how the Democrats were able to get that. All right. So who's still in the race? We got Bernie Sanders, who's considered extremely left. You got Elizabeth Warren, extremely left. Joe Biden, moderate. Pete Buttigieg, who's a moderate millennial. Um, Amy Kobashaw, who's considered a moderate. Tom Steyer. We've been calling him Sire. This nigga Steyer. His name is Steyer. We've been calling this nigga the wrong name the whole time. This nigga's name is Steyer. This type of nigga that goes along with it, too. So, <laughs> yeah, that, he is definitely the type. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, Tom Steyer, um, he's an environmental billionaire, and he wants to beat Trump. That's why he's in the race. That's the nigga that was doing the commercial as soon as Trump got in. Talking about, we need to get him out. And he decided to run. Mm. Mike Bloomberg, once a Republican, now a Democratic billionaire, moderate right, and he's in the race because he wants to beat Trump. And Tulsi Gabbard is still in here. <laughs> Just in case y'all niggas forgot. <laughs> she ain't doing shit, though. She's chilling in the cut, boy. So she's a center-right liberal. Um, All right. So now that we know all of that shit, listeners, now that y'all know all that shit, um... Where are we now? All right, so let me just break down each of these niggas because I don't think anybody knows what these niggas actually stand for. So Bernie Sanders is... the So the positives about Bernie Sanders. <coughs> the Democratic electorate is extremely excited about Bernie Sanders. They've been so since Hillary Clinton. So 2016. Niggas fiend for Bernie, feel the burn, all of that. His ideas include free daycare, free college... Debt forgiveness, healthcare for all, um, etc. Anything nigga saying is gonna be free. <laughs> Wants to even the playing field with billionaires and take down predatory corporations like big banks. Um, and some of the negatives about him has not provided a way for pay for all of these free programs. <laughs> Very liberal stance may turn away moderate and Republicans that are thinking about voting Democratic. The nigga seventy eight years old, as we said earlier. So he'd be the oldest elected president, um, and his birthday's in September. So he'll be seventy nine before. The- <laughs> God, God willing, turn eighty seven in the White House. God bro. willing, 
God willing. Like, damn, son. I don't like, part of me don't like that because he going to be the type of nigga, that, retirement, I'm 87 still in the White House. And <laughs> yeah, like, relax. Nigga, that's good for you. But my ass is 60. I'm trying to lay off some coconuts, nigga. Yeah. Fuck out of here. And then the last negative thing is he might be selling a dream because let's be honest, a lot of these shits is not going to pass. Like, it is possible though, because it's obviously countries that don't have as much wealth as we do are doing it. So it's the, more the than programs possible. are possible for sure. Um, they have a lot of problems in those programs too. Yeah. So a lot of those countries who have switched over to the government, taking over like healthcare and stuff like that. There, as we have issues with a lot of other things that the government has taken over. Same thing. The question is: Are you willing to bet on the government being the one responsible for your healthcare or not? Because um, there is no option with him. It's just the government. So you don't have like a single payer option or you can do a private insurance. They want to wipe out the insurance. Basically, they want to wipe out. He wants to wipe out the insurance industry. That industry will no longer exist. It'll be a governmental industry. So it's not possible, though, because we still live in a capitalistic country. So that's what you would never pass. Well, that that's that's why it might be a dream is the only way it will pass is if the House and the Senate all becomes Democratic and, and yeah, and they all have to vote for it. So that would be the only way that it would pass. I mean, it's possible, but one, is it something that we want? And two, like you said, it does kind of go against traditional capitalistic uh, ideology. So now you got Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren has many of the same policies as Bernie Sanders, including Medicare for All, but has legit plans on how she plans on paying to execute her programs. She's proposing a two cents tax on the dollar for everyone that makes over $50 million. So if you make $50 million yeah, plus about that. $1, she's taxing you two cents on every dollar past $50 million. Um, She's a fighter and was a main actor in the Recovery Act after the recession. Her policies are, are geared towards middle class and lower class families. Um, and she has edged out, she's been edged out, she's been edged out of the leftist lane by Bernie Sanders. So that's why niggas is not hearing about Elizabeth Warren anymore. When the, the race first started, Elizabeth Warren was actually the front runner. So she was actually ahead of Bernie, but Bernie, his constituency kind of said, fuck that. <laughs> hey, we taking over. Um, and she can't seem to regain traction with her campaign. Uh, between her and Bernie, people decide that they want Bernie. She's been weaponized. These are negative things about her. She's been weaponizing her womanhood. So she threw an allegation at Bernie three weeks ago or something like that and said that he claimed a woman could never be president to try and derail his campaign. Right. But that kind of backfired because, right. you know, Bernie, Bernie was like, no, the fuck I didn't. Right. <laughs> and it was over for that. Um, but then she's been wasting her time attacking Mike Bloomberg. So like last week when she did it, niggas... Started to give her money. You didn't and- see that. You you didn't see that fucking cup meme. Mm-mm. She has a cup meme. Uh, so something about tax billionaires or some shit. She's wa- she's drinking a mug, and I'm like, this shit is getting crazy. She really wilding on a nigga though, because <laughs> yesterday or the whatever day the the new debate was, she attacked him again, Tuesday, and she yeah. was like, she 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 accused him of saying that. He told one of his employees to abort her baby. Yeah, that shit was crazy. But the problem is she don't really have no proof behind right. it. Right. I was like, yo, how you saying that? So how can... He was like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, no, no, I, I, 
I never said those words. I was but like, that's oh, why that's why reaching. I feel like it's weaponized. Yeah, you reaching. know what I'm saying? Because it's like her proof, quote unquote, is the the woman said it. Okay, cool, heard you, but. <laughs> You don't think in a presidential debate you need a little bit more facts before you go out there yeah. swinging your dick around like that? I, I don't and then know. Her other thing was his company needs to release those NDAs, and then his company did. He released three of them, three out of the twelve. Right. I think he got twelve though. So. Yeah, still got more to hit. Listen, <laughs> he at least released three. He's yeah, working hey, on the rest. Man. I ain't got no comment. Okay, um, um, working on the rest. What? Uh, yeah. So she's been wasting the time with that. So yeah, unfortunately, it looks like it's backlashing on her because today a lot of the the pundits were like, "All right, you're kind of bugging." Like, and she's wasting her time. He's not the front runner. The nigga not even on the ballot yet. Right. So I don't know what, what you're we doing. doing. Um, Joe Biden. He has the Joe high Biden highest name recognition due to being vice president to Barack Obama. Yeah, seems to scare Trump the most as an opponent. <laughs> moderate views seem to be in line with how the Demo- Democrats did well in 2018 um, and it makes the establishment feel like he's the best chance to have a solid victory against Trump plus they, they're figuring he's going to run with a lot of the Obama principles so they probably figure he's going to be more aligned with what the Democrat part, the, the vision of the Democratic Party has Right. at least it's not going to be an extreme jump and they feel like Republicans that don't like Trump and moderates could jump on board of what it is. It's like, I right, kind of left this, but I can still rock with this because I don't like Trump. I want him to fuck up out of here. As opposed to Bernie, where it's like, I don't want Medicare for all. Like, that's a socialist idea as a Republican in full, like, in good faith. I can't vote for that. No, nah, it's not It's not good for business, which is most of the times what the Republicans are looking for. Right. So, yeah. Um, negatives about Joe Biden, he hasn't seemed sharp, <laughs> making some people question if he could be strong enough in the general election. Um, he has trouble, um, troublesome bills in the past, like the 1994 crime bill. He, I think, was he was one of the writers and obviously pushed for it to go into effect. And that obviously affected people of minority backgrounds the most prominently. Um, and he's been caught fibbing. Talking about involvement in the 1996 civil rights movement. Talking about he marched with King and people have been like, nigga, you lying. So, <laughs> Wait, so he said that in 1996 that he marched with King back in the 60s? He said in the 19... Yeah, he said in, he, he's he been marching with... He marched with King and them in the 1960s. And then people have fact-checked... I've never heard that before in my life. And I know a lot about that ever, obviously. Um, what the fuck, He yo? also said recently that he got... <laughs> Arrested trying to see Nelson Nelson Mandela and stuff. <laughs> Nelson Mandela's R.I.P. He's dead. <laughs> He's saying before. Oh, before. <laughs> I've never heard but that niggas, either. But niggas, <laughs> I've never heard that either. But niggas check the records. Yeah, like that's a lie. Nigga, when? 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 Nigga, when did you, you know that time? Him? That's a lie. <laughs> when? You know that time? That time? You know, such a long time ago. I just think the nigga might be getting a little see now. He got his shit fucked up. Man. Nah, that nigga just throwing out shits that he thinks is gonna be like, oh, you did that? You did that? Did you? You in Africa visiting who? I'm fucking done. You got Amy Klobuchar. Moderate policies could be one or two candidates. That would be the first female president. As you can see, these positives tell tell y'all she ain't got shit in the yeah. tank. <laughs> she ain't got shit in the if tank. That's all you gotta run with. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, she talk. 
she toughed out some obstacles against her campaign, making her the underdog with potential. So in the, <laughs> Fuck out of here, in, the in the beginning, she did her campaign in a snowstorm, a blizzard. Yeah. And <laughs> a lot of people felt like she wasn't gonna make it through that, but she says that every chance she gets. Um that's if that's all she gotta run with. That's all she got, bro. Low name recognition, obviously, potentially overstaying her welcome in the race because people who are way more popular have already dropped out, like Cory Booker. And um, damn, what's Shorty's name? You don't know. What? Yeah, what's Shorty's name, bro? I don't know. The black Shorty. Who? That was in the race? Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris. Yeah, Kamala Harris, yeah. She dropped out too, and she was more popular. (laughs) Um, And not much of a difference between her and more established uh, people. So. Tom Sawyer. I know we did him already, right? No, we didn't. No, we didn't do him yet. My fault. We'll do uh, Pete Buddha Judge first. You said yeah. his name wrong. <laughs> did I? I said Sawyer, right? <laughs> what was it? Sather? It's Sire, bro. Sire. It's Sire. Like, like Sty in your eye? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Pete Buddha Judge. Moderate candidate who would be the first millennial president and youngest president if he is to be elected. Um, he has a very presidential aura about him, the way he speaks and. The way he talks about policies, very detailed. Um, lead, he, he led in the delegates for the first two states. Uh, unfortunately, him being gay may be a factor in the general election. And then black voters have issues with him regarding a firing of a police chief that was under investigation for illegal wiretapping. But the police chief states that the wiretapping was originally a mistake and that racist remarks were heard during the wiretapping, wow. um, which can which made it so that he continued wiretapping said individuals that were getting tapped. Um, and a lot of black people who live in South Bend felt like Pete didn't handle it properly. And so he has, he's been having a hard time kind of, I guess, cleaning that up. Tom Steyer, billionaire from nothing, strong environmentalist campaign, good track record with minorities. Um, his name recognition is low. Hasn't found a way to stand out and, Hasn't picked up any delegates yet. And then we got Bloomberg, billionaire that Trump is afraid of, has spent a large amount of money attempting to correct climate change, has the experience needed to be president. Um, He said that he's willing to give mad money to whoever becomes the presidential nominee from the Democratic side. Terrible track record with racism and, and sexism. Terrible debate performances make him look weak and unprepared. And Democrats don't like him. So that's where we are with those people. Um, my personal opinion is I feel like the Democrats have taken the eyes off the ball, um, which was simply just to get Trump out of office. These niggas want to do everything else, give free everything, free air, free fluffers on the weekend. Like, <laughs> you're going to shake your hand if you come to them right now. Yeah, like, like, get this nigga Trump out of here, that's boy. It. That's all y'all got to do. Just your best chance of doing that is what y'all need to do. Um, Bernie's coalition also kind of is an issue to me because a lot of who he has behind him is young voters that I don't think really understand how politics work. And I think that that's why there's so many rallying. Like, think about when you were 18 and niggas was telling you, oh, word, free tuition. But you're not thinking about, well, how they getting the free tuition? <laughs> yeah, how are they paying off your $70,000 debt, boy? Everybody got to get taxed. Everybody got to get... Now you're going to have niggas... 40% tax from the federal government, bro. I mean, 
it's one of those things where I think a lot of new millennials, I think once it gets explained, I think his Bernie's biggest issue right now, once he clarifies how the fuck is he going to pay for all this shit. <laughs> and that he's he's purposely not clarifying. I want not. people to know that. <laughs> yeah, because he don't know, bro. He knows he can't do this without obviously killing our pockets in another bro, way. Bro, the, the lowest estimation is $30 trillion. That's Sheesh. larger than... <laughs> Than the United States the GDP, bro. Like, the fuck. Like, honestly, bro. Uh, for me personally, you. I think education can get done. He could do free education, but he can't do debt relief. You can't have both of them. You can't he, have. He can't have all of them. He can't have all of them. Like, you can have education. I think with healthcare, you can make governmental government healthcare the standard. And if you so choose to go private. You have that liberty to do so. See, and that's the thing. There's other candidates that that's what they want to do, but Bernie is refusing to go that route. Bernie is saying, no, it's either universal health care where government takes it over or nothing at all. That, and that's my problem with, that's always been my problem with Bernie. I like Bernie as a person. I like Bernie, uh, you know, how he's firing up the, the electorate and stuff. But you can't tell people, I, I just don't like the idea of, nah, you don't got no options. I don't. And, he, and some people make the argument, well, the health care that you got now is not really an option because it's based on your employer or if you don't have employee, employer health care, you go online, but it's not really giving you the health care that you really desire because if something happens and you got to pay a high deductible, you can't really get the care that you yeah, need. Yeah, but I feel like why broke? I think Obamacare was kind of great. Obamacare was simply like, listen, you could get, if you, can, if you can't afford it, We'll give you the free health care. Right. If you can afford more or so choose to want to pay, whatever tax bracket you fall in will determine the type of health care you right. receive. I think that is fair. However, I can see why it becomes a slight discrepancy because obviously if you have more money, you get better health care. But at the end of the day, it's just the reality of it. And I think the problem here is when you talk about universal health care, like you said, in order to get the full effect of it, you need everybody paying into it. You can't have a public option. No. You can't have people opting out and saying they want private insurance because as a smaller pool now that you're pulling from, and now the government health care will be trash versus going to private, and you you won't be able to bring premium down. You won't have the leverage to go to the drug companies like you want to and tell them, yo, we have the health care system now, and you got to leverage with us. You're not leveraging another company because if they for whatever reason can battle the the u.s government is a bidding war now and the prices stay inflated so i think that that's why he's pushing so hard for it it's I, just why I, I think a simple way to do that bro is simply just separating the two yeah you want private health care cool just understand that they have their own pharmacies they have their own setup you can't have private health care and go to cvs mm. that's how you eliminate the difference you feel me? Oh, you want your private health care? Then go to your private one over there and yeah. buy those $70 pills. Mm. You can't come to CVS and think you're going to get these $6 $20 pills. $20 pills. Fuck out of here. That's a fact. Since y'all niggas want to feel privileged, then go take your privilege money over there. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think a public option is fine. I, I'm okay with a public. I just, yeah. The whole government takeover is... I'm just always wary of giving the government that much control over anything. And also, at the slip side, nigga, if I'm worth $20 million, my nigga, and I want to spend my money on better health care, I think I deserve that right. Exactly. 
You feel me? Like, if I could afford it, I could afford it. Exactly. That's my thing. Like, if I feel like, oh, the government, I, I don't really fuck with it because it's not going to give me a fucking electronic eye when I want that when shit. When I want that shit, <laughs> when I want it, how I want it. Yeah, I, I want, want that my, shit shooting laser I want beams, just nigga. This teeth whitened right here because <laughs> I got this one yellow stain. You tell me I gotta go wait for six months to see the dentist, nigga. I'm trying to see this nigga tomorrow. Yeah, I want that, nigga. I'm gonna be dead. Like, facts, I, like, fuck nah, there's, there's certain conveniences that come from it. So I think you have to look at it from both sides of the fence. So yeah, it, it, the ironic thing to me though is the same people that say that Obama didn't do too much and say that. Uh, they don't trust the government or the same niggas that are willing to have Bernie have your health care be taken over by the government, which is crazy to me. Because it's like, these are the same niggas. Nah, conspiracy this, conspiracy that. But they flying to go to Bernie. And listen, I like Bernie, like I said. I just, some of his policies I don't think are too realistic. My opinion, I could be wrong. If he go in there and knock the shit out, kudos to him. But, um... If he has to be the nominee, I'm obviously going to go for him over Trump. I want to go for him. I just feel like, Bernie, if you're going to do it, just understand that I'm not rich. However, if I was rich, I deserve to spend my money how I want to spend it. And that's the other piece about it for the, the, the other candidates that keep attacking billionaires. It's like, but isn't that what... In America, you want people to aspire for? Why are you attacking the people that actually did well? What the game is is it's in set America up to be like the whole goal is to come to America to make money. We're not coming here to just sit on our asses and live off the system. That's what a capitalistic society is, is. built off. If of. that's the case, nigga, I would have stayed where the fuck I was at <laughs> and struggled the fuck over there. I didn't come here to be chilling with the roaches, my nigga. I'm like, trying to live nice. I just don't understand. Like, why are you attacking all these niggas that are? Literally living the American dream. They came, they went, and they built they wealth. Built, they built wealth. And they like, built wealth to a point. I get it. There is a disparity. Shit needs to change. Sure. Some of the shit is, is unfair when you get to a certain level. But I just feel like they keep trying to punish people as if being a billionaire is like it's some negative issue. thing that... Like I, shouldn't, I shouldn't teach my child that the American dream is to get up and be successful. Get I should teach my child that... You know, just do well enough. Yeah, just get to <laughs> just, the middle. Just, just do well just enough that you stay in the float. No, yeah, my because nigga, if you I'll, get to that level, you're going to get taxed you're crazy. You're going to get taxed crazy. Oh, you don't want to be a billionaire. You, you're trying to pay 40% tax? And you'll never even feel the money that you're making. Right. Like, like, what? Nigga, you're making billions of dollars. You won't even notice that shit. It's, yeah, like, it's just... And at the same time, I'm a billionaire. I, Bro, if I'm a billionaire, I, I, this is going to sound crazy. I'm, I, I want better things in life. If I'm a billionaire, me and Chuck making 40K a year, we can't be in the same boat. No. It's just the reality. And if I'm a billionaire, you're now forcing me to vote for Trump. Yeah, because it seems more favorable now. Like, I'm sitting there like, I hear you, Bernie, but (laughs) shit. (laughs) How much? 40%? Oh, that's going to put us in the red for the next four years. Fuck that. 40%? And this bitch talking about she want to take two cents off every dollar and they go 50 50 mil? (laughs) Yeah, you're forcing me. You're no, forcing think, my hand. Yeah, what no. is Trump saying? Zero percent APR. And it's funny because when you do the math, Trump could be like, "Nah, twenty five percent." You're sitting there like, it's a fifteen percent difference. But fifteen percent of a billion dollars is a hundred and fifty million dollars, my nigga. Like, this nigga saving me a hundred and fifty million dollars. Section of my company that I just Fact, saved. that I just saved, like just like that. So. 
I'm not rallying for the one percent by me, no way, means, shape, or form. Don't get it twisted. However, I can see why I they see think the that dilemma. way. I can see. <laughs> I, I see the dilemma. I do see I, the dilemma. Do I, do I help these niggas that are struggling down there, or do I cut my fucking billionaire friends a slack? I, I give them or some slack. The north, the north fucking east region of X company, because. $150 million got to get sliced off if it's these other people get off. a lot of money. Imagine, imagine you taxing Amazon that and this nigga making $30 billion a year and he's saving 15%. That's 30 by a buck 50. You just save this nigga 3 or $4 billion. You're talking about 20% of the company. You're talking about maybe... A hundred thousand people staying at work. And this chick talking about two cents off every dollar. Over, that sounds small. That sounds small. <laughs> Until you but put what the math. What do you jumble with fifty million? And you just made three billion dollars. Yeah. You're, you're, you're two two billion nine hundred and fifty million dollars over the gap, and you taking two percent extra. What the fuck? Like you, you forcing you me forcing to be like, my, yo, this nigga Trump ain't sounding too crazy. I hear. We could do another four years of this nigga though. I could like it's not that I just feel like if Bernie gets in, play it safe, bro. Like give the free options because we all need it. By all means, by the general election, switch that shit. I'll be okay. Yeah. You know, talk all that shit during the primary. Universal healthcare, sure. (laughs) However, y'all rich niggas can get your own shit over there if y'all want. During the primary, talk all that universal shit. By the general, my nigga, (laughs) say somebody forced your ass to do a a public option. Been giving some thought into this. Yeah. Say you spoke to Obama. Let Obama take the hit. It's all fine and then until his ass need a kidney and he's sitting there on a a 72 month wait list (laughs) at 82. Trying to get these kidneys. Doing the math. Doing the math. Like, I'm going to get these kidneys when I'm 88. Nah, nigga. Like, that's not how this going to work. Tough not, broski. Tough not. Uh, well, for, for, for first and foremost, want to uh, give a shout out to Jordan Peele for, it looks like he's going to have an, oh, that another amazing, amazing year. Yeah, Candyman trailer candy looks candy out of this motherfucking I meant to talk world. about that. Candyman look amazing. Jordan right. Peele has been on some shit since he jumped into the movie film industry. Fucking love it, man. He's that, been on yo, some he's shit. putting black people in the lead. He's putting us way in the lead in and a whole different way, too. How you make Say My Name scary? Facts. And, and it's still a horror flick. Yeah, it's still a horror flick. You feel me? With Even, all black with people. All black, all black people. people. Fucking love it, man. Yeah, so sh- shout out to uh, Jordan Peele. Um, well, who's the nigga from... Who's Candyman again? What's the... What's the I, nigga name? I don't know his name. No, no, no. The um, the villain. Isn't his name Candyman? No. No, it's the. I thought Candyman was associated with uh Freddy Krueger. No, no. I'm spazzing. All right. That's Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, just shout shout out to him. And also shout out to I think I think it's on Netflix now officially. Um. I think well, what is it called? Uh, it's basically the flick with Octavia Spencer. She's playing uh, Madam C.J. Walker. I think it's called Self Made. So shout out to Octavia Spencer on Self Made on Netflix. Y'all go check mm-hmm. that out. Octavia Spencer is looking like she's gonna have a hell of a year. Just coming off of Ma from last year, which we never seen her in a thriller like that. Um, so I still haven't watched. I heard it was trash. Damn, that's crazy. Um, I, I didn't see it, but she looked like she was scary. She looked like she was a crazy person. Um, but you know, shout out to her, and then just shout out to all of the, the um, all of the women who've been getting in positions with a lot of these networks to start to produce their own content. What's the name of the young girl that was on um 
uh well, what's the name of this show the the hit uh the the hit black um tv show uh what's the name uh, the family show a uh, blackish uh mm. the young girl who just picked up all those grammys the other Mar day something yeah she's she's out here she's making history bro seriously she's yeah, out here she's somewhere. amazing shout out to that young uh young lady and for the tough knot um Yo, just be aware of your super and uh, natural abilities to, uh, you know, be positive in this world and, and your talents because uh, they can be used for uh, negative things. So, uh, you know, be conscious of, you know, your influence and the things you say, whether that be on social media or, you know, face to face, because uh, people can interpret that in a you know negative way. And you can use what you know should be used for the greater good for the greater evil. So uh, be careful of your God given talents. Uh, what would dad say? <sighs> Gotta get out of here. Um, dad would say, I had a conversation with one of my friends the other day, and we were talking about the Kobe Bryant um tribute. And we were talking about passing and what what that really means to certain people. Like just the understanding if one of us passed today, how it would affect the people around us. And I was tell I was telling him, I was like, yo, you gonna it's funny because if you could watch, we were talking about like if you could watch and see what happened, you're gonna see people that you would have never thought or never knew how much they admire you start to show that emotion. You might see like people who you didn't know loved you to a certain type of way show that type of love. It's just like there are people existing right now in this very moment that have certain feelings towards you that you would never know and they would never acknowledge until you pass. And and just to think about that to some extent, it's just kind of like, it's just mind-blowing. But it also led to a conversation regarding the fact that we all have such different perspectives down to the to height, right? We all are different heights. And just that, gives you a different perception of the world. The way D-Flow sees the world is not how I see the world. Just off the bare strength that he's taller than me. He sees things in a, in a camera lens that I can't see it. And so to think about it on that simple level, but to broaden it to experiences, to how your brain may function, to how you may have learned things, to what you know mm. versus what other people may not know, it just brings you to the space of under, being more understanding. Big facts. Just understanding that this life is is short and being understanding that every argument or every fight you have or every silly situation doesn't need to be prolonged. It doesn't need to be a, a World War Three situation because we don't have that much time. And at the end of the day, their perspective just may be different from yours through many various different reasons. And it doesn't mean that they're evil, doesn't mean they're a bad person, doesn't mean you can't fuck with them ever again because y'all didn't see eye to eye, eye or y'all had a falling out. It just means that maybe both of y'all need some time to see different perspectives and then realize, okay, maybe we need to have this conversation now. Um, but life is just too short to to muddle in that and and not realize, like, yo, you could be gone tomorrow and that same person you think hates you it was going to show you how much they love you to that day. And they'll be sincere about it. I'm not talking about the fake shit. I'm talking about the ones that they held a grudge thinking that they could see you tomorrow or the next day. And eventually y'all will be friends again. And then you pass. And all of a sudden 
their full emotions and how much they love and adored you uh, poured out. So I guess dad would say to just keep all of that in mind. And this is another episode of Dad's About Us. Peace.